Pardon? Yeah, I got some stones here I want to get rid of. What type of stones? A kidney. What, what, what type of stone? What do you think? I, I got some rocks, some diamonds. I want to unload them. I whacked some fucker out last night. I want to get rid of these things. <laughs> you got somebody over there to do business with me? <laughs> sure, probably. One moment. All right, get him on the phone. <laughs> sure. One moment. Ooh. May I help you? Yeah, what's up there? You hung up on me. Something happened there. Excuse me, sir? Somebody hung up the phone on me. I was trying to get somebody over there. It's, sir, this is somebody else. Uh, how I can help you? All right, uh, look, I'm trying to get somebody to talk to about some rocks I got to unload. Okay, if you don't mind to speak... Good. Little... See if you can get him over there for me on the phone, okay? Excuse me, sir? Thank you. Get him on the phone if you could. Sir, I'm more than happy to help you. Listen, I don't have time to play with the phone here. I got a lot of stuff I got to get sir. done. Okay? I don't know how to speak with somebody. Do me a favor. Oh, in here. Look, you're illiterate in the first place, okay? Excuse me? You're illiterate in the first place. Get me somebody I can talk to. Sir, how I can help you? No, no, how can I help you, sir? Thank you. Get me somebody on the phone. I, I, I'm a very busy man. I need to help you all the time. Huh? I got a little job for you on the side. Get me one of your bosses. Hello? How you doing there, Fruity? Listen. Yeah. I got these stones I want to I want to unload. I, I whacked some fucker out last night. I want to get rid of these stones. I can't be playing with these things around. Uh-huh. All right? You do business with me or what? Huh? We got to do business, talk cash. What's the story here? I don't know. Well, you want to meet somewhere or what? You going to get cute, funny, fresh with me? What's the story? I don't know, man. If you whack somebody out for the stones, I can't do nothing with hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. This is America, baby. Sorry. Survival of the fittest. I am a busy man. I got time to be playing with the phone. <laughs> I say that like someone's like, "Can you do this, man?" I'm a busy man. I got time to be playing with the phone. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go away. Start the intro. Oh, you ready? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Welcome, yo, to yeah! the better than Gangsters. Jimmy, I'm a better A three-bedroom bisexual house share in Walthamstow. Is that correct? Switch that console off before you have to press. Hello and welcome to show 149 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Welcome, yo, to the Veteran Gamers. Dude, Chini are the Veteran Gamers. Listen up, people, for the Veteran Gamers. Uh, uh. Have you said that enough now? <laughs> so, I think so. So this week we had a sound clip at the beginning of the show for a change. Oh, yeah. Oh, I ain't yeah. got time to be playing with the phone. I'm a very busy man. I got a lot of stuff to get done. There you go. A lot of stuff to get done. Um, yeah. 150 shows as the Veteran Gamers next week. Damn. I know, yeah. Should and live. Well, I was just going to say that. Should we do it live? I mean, we can get word out this week, can't we? That gives us a week and a half or so to do that. Do you think we should? Uh, what do you think, Ginny? Live show. What? Live show. The <laughs> 150th episode. Don't you think we should celebrate yeah, by yeah. doing the thing? Yeah. Live? We can do it a week on Wednesday, so it's not a Monday night in the middle well, of the week. I'm a busy man. I ain't got time to like, be messing around <laughs> with the phone. Um, on a Wednesday... Yeah, because we normally do it in the middle of the week if it's a live one, don't we? So that it's a bit of time between the recorded mm. one and the live one. You can't one. do it Wednesday. You can't do it Wednesday. 
He's always never do anything, can he? I can't do it when he's on the call. I know, yeah, sorry. I'm looking at more calendar. Looking at your calendar. Looking at calendar, lad. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. What about what about do it live? What about the? We'll do it live. Fuck it. What about do it live? What about the theory? I'm being interrupted by a soundbite now. I'll write it and we'll do it live. What about what? What about Thursday night? We just don't edit it and it just goes out. Yeah, I could up. do it Thursday night. Yeah. I could do it, I could, the 15th. I guess. I don't know. I'm looking this, this coming Thursday or the weekend? No. Uh, no, 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 no. A week on Thursday, won't it? So the... Yeah, so it's not this Thursday. 22nd. The Thursday after because of... 22nd. Yeah, because tonight's show will be this Thursday. Welcome to the Veteran Gamers Scheduling Podcast, yeah. <laughs> where you listen to us schedule the next show. Yeah. I can so, do it the 22nd. 22nd. I can't, I can't do the 22nd. Oh, yeah. Ah! Damn. Yeah. It's all sewn up, then. What about mm. next Monday night, the 19th? Well, we could do that, but then it's really close together, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, no, it's just more buck for the bang. Well, I guess, but people, for people... Well, would you rather not do it live? Because that's apparently our only other option. <laughs> and you can't do Wednesdays, are oh, you bowling, aren't nope. you? Do you bloody... I'm bowling. 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 Let's just do it Monday, the, the 19th. Monday. Yeah, nobody cares because it's too close to the other one. Okay, then. So we're doing Besides, it. it's not like everybody who listens to the recorded one will be like, ooh, I'm going to make sure I listen live. I mean, we want them to do that, but... Yeah. Okay, then, let's do that, but we'll have to yeah, get it advertised. Monday the 19th. Yeah, Live. Bang. The week. Be there or be square, people. We'll put an event up on the Facebook. Tell all your friends, people. Do that now, Chinny. You can do stuff on Facebook live. Yeah, do right. it live. Doing it. Yeah, and send me a new logo for the site with us doing stuff live. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know what that logo would <laughs> be, but... Yeah, you could have a microphone on it or something weird. I don't know. Think of something. Yeah. Or broadcast tower. Yeah, for sure. Um, do a little live light. Now, talking of audio, I need to speak to you, Chini. Oh, fuck off. I need to speak to you. Jesus Christ, you can't do anything wrong around you. I'm not wrong, it's not wrong. <laughs> oh, it's just, here we it's go. Just, it's just yeah, it's so uploaded a bit of audio, that fucks right up. No, no, nothing like that. No, oh, I wouldn't okay. mind that, I don't know. But I was listening to the Overseas Connection. Yes, that was me. And 20 minutes in, you suddenly sounded like Barry White. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened there, because yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> I I export. The, I've, I've been using a different program, right? Uh oh. Um, because I've been editing the show, the overseas connection show, because Murphy's Law has forgot because he's old, right? So I I've been editing the show, and I, I've been using this other editing software on the Mac, right? And I did it, I, and I did it the week before, and I exported it, and it was fine, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. And I was like, okay, great. And I did it again for this for last week's show. Exported it. And I was like, I played it like the first like two minutes, fine. I was like, all right, it works, brilliant. I uploaded it. Greg texted me like very quickly, going, "We say a lot, we're on drugs. What's the matter with the show?" Well, he did. Right. I, I didn't think that. It just sounded like you'd all suddenly got very deep voices. I haven't <laughs> heard it yet. Very I got to hear it. It's it's slightly slowed down. I think is what had happened. It's been replaced. It's been replaced yeah. now. So oh you're, yeah. man. Yeah. No, I got the original. Release the one. director's cut. <laughs> I got the original yeah. one. Um, um, yeah, it's yeah, slightly so, slow. I mean, the thing is, though, I exported exactly. The same file. I opened up the project file, exported it again, and it was fine, was it? It was fine. So I have no idea what. But he did it. It did seem to go slightly better towards the end as well, which is a bit weird. So it sort of did it. Because I think Greg said someone said like, "What did you do to fix it?" And I said nothing. Like I didn't do anything. I just did it again. So unless it is. 
like kind of skim through it every ten minutes just to see that it's still in time. Now, you see, I've we've used WavePad. Well, I've used WavePad for four, five yeah, years or whatever. It's more flexible than it's better than WavePad, mate. Well, yeah, yeah, but it does what it needs to be done. I saw your fancy cross fading in and crap, but this does what it needs to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's about multi tracks, mate. Multi tracks, all about multi. Who cares? Just, just do it. What's the matter with you? The interesting thing about that is. Moving on. Video anyway, games. video. You know, I'm going to start because I've got a lot to say. Oh so, snap! So I'm going to start this week. Actually, I've probably started for the last few weeks. I think. Anyway, so I think anyway. you have. Well, I'm going to start again. I'm going to start again. You're all about starting. You're just starting everything because I need to speak about curiosity. Oh, oh, you already posted on the website. What else is there to say? Oh, there's a lot to say. Yeah, but everyone who comes to the website doesn't listen to the show and vice versa. Yeah, so huh? There'd only be about 50 people sitting on the website, but there's loads of people listening to the show. Yeah, huh? I won't read what's on the website. So I need to get it out there, right? But I'm going to start with the positives, first of all, because I need to start with positives. And the positives are, it is a cool idea. No, it's not. No, it's it a is. dumb idea. No, I think it's a cool let idea. Let him talk, dude. Let Come on. Let him, let him yeah. have his little platform. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. Don't pick the on Stuart me. The Stuart Show. The Stuart Show. <laughs> so, yes. So, it, I think he's still a... Shut up, Stuart. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well played, my friend. <laughs> Touche. It's still an interesting concept. I think... Um, it, is it an interesting concept? I think it is. I think it is. So, it's a... Listen, listen. Played on that, what are people willing to do? You know, that sort of... Are people willing to just sit there tapping? So it's a social experiment to see how stupid gamers are. Pretty much. Well, not necessarily gamers. People in general, I guess. Because lots people, of people. but not yeah. gamers. Yeah, people who use their iPads or iPhones, etc., etc., etc. And I've tapped. I've tapped. I've, I've cleared 854. So that's what I've done. You're part of the problem, dude. I'm part of the problem, right? Uh, and, I've, and my daily average is 142. So that's yeah. that's what I've been doing, 142 a day. Uh, but... But there's a huge issue here, right? And th- this is the latest stats. I've, I, I did these just prior to starting to record the show. So I, I went on there and I thought, I'll, I'll see what, you know, how many people are playing. Do you know what the concurrent number of players was at 9 o'clock tonight? What's that? So the people, what do you mean, what's concurrent mean? <laughs> no! <laughs> Come on, you're an English teacher. What's the matter with you? Um, <sighs> right, okay. It was 600 and... You know what I'm trying to say? You're listening. I'm trying to say. Just... 662 people are out, stupid enough to play this dumb out of, game. Now listen, out of 817,000 that have downloaded the app, there was only 662 all playing at the same time. And that's a massive issue. Um, but not the only one. There's lots of issues. The biggest issue, right? I mean, the biggest I mean, issue is that it's a stupid game and no one should play it. People... With different versions of iPods, iPhones, etc. Some some versions of the iPod or iPhone won't log on at all, so they can't. They just can't log on. So when they try and log on, it just keeps saying loading, 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 and gets stuck there. I'm or, loading, loading, or it, loading, loading. What? It crashes out and then tells them to retry. So that's that's a, obviously a major issue. And when you go on iTunes, nearly every review is a one star review saying that very thing. I can't connect, so it's just crap. Right. And this is obviously part of the reason why, you know, there's so few current users now. But also, 
Peter Molyneux has come out and said, oh, well, we can't really afford the service base for this many people. We didn't realise this many people would try to... Get to your pockets, Pete. At the same time. And I, and, I, and I believe I've heard that he's looking at doing a Kickstarter to get enough money to upgrade what? his service. Really? Uh, <laughs> really? Like, oh, that's, that's galling. My God. So, right, Peter Molyneux, who can't really make a console game very well because they're always glitchy as hell and he never deliver what he promises right went on to make you know what is essentially a fairly simple you know iphone ipod ipad game isn't it you know it's simple it's a big cube and you just tap at a square and it disappears and there's not a hell of a lot to it and he can't even get that right he can't get that right even Bit of a pattern emerging here. There is. And the biggest issue, though, the, the number one issue for me... Is that you believed him that this would be a great game that no, worked no. well. And it That's the biggest issue, no, Stuart. it's not. And to, and to be honest with you, it's kind of interesting. When you tap in... It, I know I've been burned 700 times by him in the past, but I really thought this time you'd get it together. <laughs> it but, right, the biggest issue is, at the top uh, right-hand corner of the screen is a Facebook button, right? And... To get the maximum number of coins when you clear, a, to, like on the screen, you have to clear the screen you're looking at. So if you clear all the cubes, you get like a bonus at the end, right? But to do that bonus, you have to clear all the cubes. Now, when you're tapping, the Facebook button sort of fades into the background. But as soon as you stop tapping, it, it sort of re-emerges, if you will. It becomes like at the front again. But as soon as you try and tap those cubes in the very corner of the screen where that Facebook button is... It tries to connect to Facebook, right? But it doesn't work. And what it does do is wipe all the coins you've got, wipe all the items you've purchased, the coins you've accumulated, and puts you back to zero again. Or to like some weird number like 3,000 or something. That's really frustrating to people who have invested the time. I mean, I had about 140,000 coins, and I ended up on zero again. And another time, it was about 80,000. So what I started doing Stuart, was... the universe is trying to tell you something. I know, I know. Listen, listen, though. So what I thought I'll do, I know I'll tap square and then put that where the Facebook button is. Then no, I don't... That's, not, that's not what the universe is trying to tell you. <laughs> that's kind of clever. But it worked, and it stopped me inadvertently pressing the Facebook button. Uh, but that is seriously... Um, Seriously wonky. Would you like uh, me to tell you what the universe is trying to tell you? What's the universe trying to tell Stop me? Stop playing games oh, by oh, Peter Molyneux! This is interesting, though. This is very interesting. And not gonna, sorry, dude, you're not going to stop. No, this sorry, is in- universe. No, listen, not listen, listening. This is interesting. And this, I, I feel, could be down to me. This could be my responsibility about this. This could be me. This could be me. But... There are no microtransactions in the shop, so you, there is no real money involved at all. There's nowhere to buy coins or anything, and right. that was all. That was always going to be the thing. And then I gave him a load of grief at Eurogamer, and lo and behold, when the game's launched, they're not there. You can't. You, there's no way of, of using real world money to buy anything at the moment. Yeah, but he, he said he was going to do that. He did, but it's not there. So this just means that he's fucked it up, that's all. It doesn't, it doesn't mean he's listened to you. He doesn't listen, listen to anyone. To I gave him grief. He listened to me. Oh, he didn't listen to you, Stu. He listened to me. As much as you'd like that to happen. It's, no. true. it's he, true. He didn't go to bed that night and go, you know that random guy that has never idea about making games? He was right. He was right. I'm going to listen to that guy. I don't want to make money. I don't want to make money. <laughs> well, he ain't going to anyway. Because, okay, that, but that's not the biggest issue. So there is all these issues, but, well... This is the biggest issue, right? So he, Peter stated, and this is documented in many places, that there would be over 60 billion cubelets in total making up the giant cube to start with. That, that was the starting point. 
Okay. Uh, the daily amount removed currently, if there's not, because this was when I looked last time and there was 4,000 concurrent players, right, people playing. Was, not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. Uh, and at an average of, of 60 cubes a day, that's what they're, they're sort of doing at the moment, right? So that, that makes 288,000, okay, a day, daily. If you divide 60 a billion by 288,000, it equates to 208,333 days to complete. So that makes 570 years to get to the center of the cube. Currently, on the number of... Ain't nobody got time for that. Sorry, that's the wrong button. <laughs> no, that is right. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. So, so then I thought, well, what, what if... Okay. What if he had 2 million players doing 100 cubes daily, on average? Okay. So, that would equal... Um, Welcome to the accounting podcast I, where we I come know. up with... That would equal 300 days, so that would be 42 weeks. So that's a bit better. But it ain't never going to do that, is it? No. That's not going to do that. If you have the 700,000 plays he's currently got on Yeah, I think, you know, I'm sorry, Stuart. I hate to interrupt you. You know I don't like to interrupt you. No, that's fine. I believe that at some point in the past, I, I made this analogy before, and I'd like to make it again. If you were walking down the ped walk, and you like what I did there, uh, and, and somebody were standing there with a piece of paper smearing their boogers on it, and they go, look at this fun game. You want to play this fun game? You would go, come on, Millie, don't make eye contact. Just keep walking. And you wouldn't give them time of day. Why are you spending so much time on this? No, it's not that. I'm, I'm sort of... But I also think, right, if he doesn't... No, listen, though. He obviously knew his server could only support so many players, didn't he? Right. Whatever server he was doing could only support a finite amount of players at once. So his expectation was that it was going to be less than 700,000. Because right. that crashed his server and he couldn't support it. So he must have known that. Or at least he'd have thought he'd have done some testing to know how many people could go on the server at the same time. Right? right. Wouldn't you? You'd have also thought he'd tested what happens when you hit the bloody Facebook button inadvertently when you're trying to clear a screen. But he obviously didn't do that either. Duke, I mean, Stu, Stu, I think Duke, <laughs> what Duke's trying to get at is you're continually, you continue, uh, you continue to point out Mr. Molyneux's flaws. <laughs> yeah. You recognise them. But why do you carry on playing them? I don't know. But, <laughs> I know, I know. It's a, it's a bit of a paradox, isn't it? Yes. But, here's the other thing, though. Here's the other thing. And I, and I do wonder this, right? I wonder, I wonder, right, if he knew that no one would ever get to the centre of the cube. That's what I wonder. Because, okay, because, and, I, and Master Zulu called me out a bit on my story because he said, come on, Stu, stop being a hater. You can make numbers tell you anything, which is kind of true, I guess. He's saying 60 billion cubes. We'll tell you a word on that one. Well, actually, it's fairly well documented that Molyneux said this. This is how many there's going to be there. He said over 60 billion, to be fair, so there's more than that many, apparently. Uh, anyway, he says, currently, according to the stats, uh, 284 million uh, 284,639,533 cubes have been destroyed in six days, right? Which equates to 47 million cubes per day. So at that current rate, if that carries on, which it obviously won't because that'll be the initial people doing it and then sort of dropping off. But if that carried on, it would take 1,264 days to destroy all the cubes, which is roughly three and a half years. Well, is that any better? 
So, how? I mean, when, when Peter Molyneux was coming up with this idea, how long do you think he thought it would take for people to get to the middle? I'm sure it wasn't three and a half years. I mean, you think, oh, yeah, three and a half years, that sounds about right. It just sounds like you're singing the prizes or putting the floors of someone who likes to rush their games, get a lot, a lot of hype about them, and push them out. Like, why do you play it, Stu? I don't know. Because I'm curious. It's like if the silver dollar coins, you know, silver dollar games came out with a new game. Try not to fart six. And you're like, I just don't think it this could is be as good as it could be. It could be better. Maybe I don't know. Is better. Seven will be better. I don't know. Because, right, I, as, a, as a person, I kind of like Peter Molyneux. I do. And I think he's a, I do genuinely think he's a nice bloke. You want to like his game, Stuart. And I want to like can't. his but because I can't. you know why you can't lock his games? Because they're flawed. Every one of them is flawed. They're flawed. None of they're, them work. They're really rushed. Flawed. They're rushed, and they're not tested properly, and they're flawed. So, so in the future, maybe we could say this: I will uh, absent any overwhelming flurry of very positive reviews. I will not play any more Peter Molyneux games. I can't say that for sure. <laughs> you got it. But if you believe you could, what 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 Duke gets frustrated with is you never learn. I don't learn. You really don't. So the next one, at least the next big Peter Molyneux, let's fly a pig off a cliff game, whatever, whatever the hell is. (laughs) It's still good. It's still good. Right. Just you. Just go into it knowing that it's going to be flawed. Okay. And then the worst that can happen is you're wrong and it's perfect. Anyway, right, okay, here's the thing. Or don't listen to me. It's fine. Here's the thing, right. (laughs) Anyway, just back to my previous point, right, because I didn't... Yeah, wait, wait, wait. wait. Chinny says something about a flying pig, so that means I had to play this. I think I'll donate a million dollars to the local orphanage. When pigs fly... (laughs) 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 So, anyway... uh, Yeah, back to my previous point. I'm beginning to wonder whether he knew no one would ever get to the middle or they'd give up before they got there because obviously if something's going to take three and a half years to do, people aren't going to stick with it for three and a half years or or 500 years for that matter and you know, this well you might, but this is an intelligent guy so, Uh, now interestingly he's saying his his next experiment is called cooperation and he hasn't revealed what that's going to be, but he's... Wait a minute, wait a minute, are you talking about another Peter Molyneux game? Oh yeah, his next thing's called... Stuart, what did we just no, listen, listen, say listen let me finish my five point. seconds ago in the next week he's revealing his next one called cooperation right oh my god but listen let me, let me finish let me finish let me finish let me finish but it makes me wonder whether he always knew that no one would get to the middle and whatever his next one he's going to be linked to the first one to help people get to the middle i don't know but it, it just makes no sense what i'm gonna go out there and say but he's simple maths. Even if he did sat down with a piece of paper like I did and work it out, he would have realised that it was going to take a but long, long what time. What he would say is, it's an experiment. Yeah, but no one's ever going to find out what's in the middle. No one will ever find out. It doesn't matter what he's got in the middle. And he knew that, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but he never said, look, what if it took off and it would have took three years? Yeah, but, he never said, oh, he's going to be but, fixed. It but, right, okay. Probably not getting this argument. It's no, boring. Well, listen, I could yeah. agree with you. For, apart from the simple fact that he, he, these servers have crashed, so he knew it wouldn't support enough players for that to happen. Well, he knew that. He knew that. He could never happen. Because he couldn't support 700,000 players, let alone 7 million. When he had the idea, he didn't think he'd rush the game like he did. 
I mean, well, maybe. The only thing I can think is the only way he could have solved this issue was to limit the number of players to begin with so that they wouldn't crash his server and then build it up slowly as he added more people and added more servers. But I have no idea what else he could have done. But he's screwed. I, I, I predict now this will never finish. It will never get find the middle. No, no one will ever find the middle. It'll never get there. Not unless there's a lot of years to go down and people keep playing it. For if that somebody year. does find the middle of this game... It won't be worth it. It won't be, and it'll never, it'll never happen. He doesn't need to build it. He could have just. He didn't even need to worry about anything in the middle because no one will ever get there. No one will ever get there, and I'm, I'm not playing it. Millie is for some reason. She seems to have some weird obsession with it. There you go. People yeah. like Millie will be playing kids. They will. Maybe they well, will. Some, but, some, some guy will play a lot of Chinese kids. But there isn't. I mean, just as a game, there isn't really enough to keep you sort of in it anyway. There's no reason for not. you to do it. There's no reason. No, there isn't. You figure that out now. No, I know. I know, right? I've been saying that since you first brought it up. I've only played it for probably about 15 minutes tops. So that's <laughs> as long as I've played it for. And I've got, you know, a few coins, etc. But the other thing is, right? Okay, sorry. I know I'm ranting oh, about a game you don't even care about. But, right? You know, he's like, and you can buy an iron chisel or you can buy a steel chisel. or you Right. Can buy These burgers come chis- in six different colors. No. no Mike, no, no. come back. Let me tell right? you more about my game. So you had to collect 300,000 coins to get an iron chisel. Right, so I did that. Right? I thought just to see, for curiosity's sake. Well, <laughs> what difference does it, an iron chisel make? What's that like? You get it right for five minutes time limit on it, and then once that runs out, you have to save up another three hundred thousand coins to get another one. So you don't keep it; you get it for five minutes. I think you better stop talking about this game before Duke explodes. Okay, Duke I'll move on because <laughs> honestly, to God, this. Look, I'm as pissed off as you. Moving on. Um, you know what, Stuart? When I'm when I'm pissed at something, I just, I don't, I, I ignore it. I let it go. Well, I am doing, but, you know, I had to get it out of there because I wanted, we need to warn people, you know, because it's free. Uh, yes, you're right. We do need to warn people. Attention, oh, sh- sh- attention, listeners, <laughs> don't play this dumb Peter Molyneux game and don't play his next game. That was it. Five seconds. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, All-Stars Battle Royale. I thought, I'll give this a oh, whirl. Yeah? Yeah, and? the beta is there on PlayStation Plus. What is All Stars Battle Royale? Uh, it's it's <laughs> the fighting game we've oh, all. It's the PS, the PlayStation Five. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Go, 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 go. Parappa the Rapper, I was playing as. Yeah, which, yes. which also gets Duke angry because that's what he's not about. It was cool though, I've got to say, and he had cool attacks. He used his skateboard to whack people with and stuff, so it was really <laughs> yeah. cool, right? So he did. So there's this, this tutorial. So I did all the tutorial level, right? And I'm like. Do you know what? This is actually quite cool. The the animations are really slick. The attacks were really cool. All the different types of attacks, and it was really good tutorial. Showed you exactly how to do everything. So I was like, yeah. Do you know what? I reckon I could do this. So I went to try and you know play online because obviously you can you know it's an online sort of fighting game. So you had to do that. There's no real AI uh, opponents in the beta now. I don't know whether it will be in the in the full game, but there isn't certainly not in the beta anyway. It's just online only. And guess what? What? Guess what happened when I tried to connect to a game? What happened? Nothing. That's what happened. It oh, went, yeah. to the server. Please try again. And he did that about seven times, so I gave up in the end and thought, no. So from, the, from playing the tutorial, though, it was pretty slick and impressive. So there you go. So, yeah. So that's worth a look. I, I reckon you should download it. You can at least have a go at the tutorial. It's worth a look. Yeah, I might. I might yeah. do. Parappa the Rappers, though. It's cool. And he's weird, right? Because obviously most of the characters are in 3D, but because obviously he's from a different tier, he's flat. So when he turns, he's like he's like a piece of paper. Yeah, but you know what? The game, the, the game always the game works with like that, that dynamic. Yeah. 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 Like he could move around like that in the game. 
No, there you right. go. See, I've never played it, so I wouldn't know. Oh, it's so awesome. So it's cool. Uh, and then I also played Dyad. What's Dyad? Okay, so this is uh, this is a game that was released in America about three months ago. I remember when I was whinging on about it. And it's a bit like Tempest. But it's with some... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I vaguely yeah, yeah. remember this. It's a bit like... It's with music. Well, it's eventually released in the UK. It's taken a while, but it's eventually got here. Um, and it was there was 20% off for PlayStation Plus subscribers, but you can keep it forever, so I don't have to carry on afterwards. Uh, and it was something like five ninety nine or £5.50. So I thought, do you know what? I'll give it a punt for that amount of money. I'll, I'll have a go and see what I think. Um, yeah. It's pretty good. I'm kind uh-huh. of impressed with it. Uh, not for Ginny at all. Not for Ginny. When you start up the game, the first thing it does is warn you about if you might suffer from epilepsy. Not what this? Dyad. Dyad. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to play the game. Uh, but it's, it's, it's not that dissimilar to Super Hexagon HD in some respects because you're obviously turning left and right in a tunnel and obviously Tempest and games of that uh, ilk. Uh and it's fairly simplistic, to be honest with you. There's only one button you press, so you go left and right and, play, and press one button. That sounds uh, like Tempest. Yeah, which is X. And then a bit later, you get to press a second button, which is square, and that's it. Uh, and the X button, to begin with, you're basically hooking enemies on the screen and pulling yourself along. So the more enemies you hook, the faster you go, if that makes any kind of sense. Yeah. So as you sort of rotate left and right, it just highlights the enemies and the different colours. So some are blue, some are orange. Um, and then it just gives you different objectives to do in each level. So one objective would be to get 22 purrs, and to get a purr, you have to hook two of the same colour, one after the other. So it's fairly simplistic. But then when you get later in the game, it starts adding in new dynamics. Like, for instance, if you um, hook an enemy, they then get like a halo around them and then you have to just hit the edge of the halo and it's called a graze. Mm. And as you graze the enemies, it fills up a power bar and when you fill the power bar, you can then lance them if you press square so it then shoots you forward really quickly and any enemies that you hit get lanced or destroyed. Mm. So it just keeps, yeah, it just keeps adding in all these cool, and it's all done to music, so the more fluid you are with hitting all the purrs or hooking all the enemies, the better the music builds and becomes. So yeah, yeah, it's good. I really like it. It's not going to be for everyone, It's not, and it's not easy to play. It's fairly interesting the way it plays. Uh, but it keeps on changing up. The music, there's a different music track for every, every level, so it's a different music track every time. Uh, and I like it. I was really, really impressed with it. You know, way more impressed than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah. yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I'll be putting quite a bit of time into that, I can see. And it's, uh, What's that for, the PlayStation? Yeah, it's PlayStation 3 only, it is. Right. It's called Dyad. So, kind of cool. 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 Um, I've been playing. I, I went to, to Gloucester this week. I stopped in Wolverhampton twice on the train. How weird is that? So, yes. Really? Yeah, I went to Gloucester. Uh, on the way down there, or on the way up, I can't remember which way it was now, I played a load more of Galaxy Under Fire 2. Um, do you know what? I really like that game. What's that again? It's, it's like Elite, but on the, on the iPad. It's sort of a... It looks really cool, really slick graphics, uh, great, you know, space trading, killing pirates, doing missions, you know, for, ferrying people around for money. Uh, and it's fairly varied, and you know what? For the, I think I paid sixty nine p for it when I bought it. It was worth every single penny. I've I've played it for nearly ten hours now altogether, uh, and it's just good. So anyone who has an iPad out there, just you know, pick it up, 
I think it's still quite cheap. It may or may not it may have gone back to normal price because it was quite expensive. It was about seven pounds, I think, at normal price. Seven quid. I know. Seven quid. You're doing all right, Stu. You're doing all right. Well, I only paid sixty nine, so that was lucky for well, me. That figures. Yeah, sixty nine p. But it's it is really really good. I can't recommend it enough. If you want an elite type game on the iPad, this is definitely it. and it's slick. I mean, it looks great. You can keep upgrading your ship. I've got you get loads of sets of blueprints, and you have to collect all the right components to make your own weapons and stuff. So it's got a lot of depth to it. It's really, really good. Uh, and then the final thing I played, which I've probably played the most out of all of these, is Hell Yeah. You remember Hell Yeah was a, a Euro game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it's free for PlayStation Plus subscribers. So I downloaded it a couple of weeks ago, but I've just never got around to playing it. Never got around to it. No. So I, put, I thought I'll put that on today. Millie was out doing a mock exam at tap dancing or something weird. Uh, so I thought, well, while they're out, I'll play a bit of this. I really like this game. It's very, very cool. Way so cool. What is it? I have no idea. What, is it a platformer, is it? Yes, it's a platformer, but it's it's a cool platformer. It's very much like Gateways in some respects, in so much as it's one massive map, and as you sort of go along, you open new areas within that map by doing by killing monsters, basically, is what you have to do. But basically, you're, you run hell, right? All right. So you run hell, and you're a white rabbit that runs hell. Right. And the story is, you take over from this other prince who was running hell before you, but you get photographed in the bath with a rubber ducky, which is obviously scandalous. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, I have heard about this, yeah. Yeah, so it's scandalous in hell. Uh, and also, all these monsters have the pictures like that have been sold to the newspaper. So the basic story is you have to destroy all the monsters within hell to get your reputation back. But it is really coolly done. So the platforming is not the best in the world. But you get like a wheel with blades on pretty much near the beginning, and then you don't barely have to do any plot. And it acts as a jetpack, but also as a tool of destruction, because when you press the right trigger in, it sort of spins and kills everything in your path. So that's kind of cool. Then you start getting guns, so you get a rocket launcher and a machine gun, and and then each each time you come against like one of the like the bosses, really, I guess the monsters, the main main bosses. Um, Every time you sort of were down the range, then you play like a different mini game, and they're all completely different, and they're all completely crazy. Uh, to give you an example, on one of them, I uh, get like reduced his power to zero, and then you had to do this like button pressing mini game. Once you've done it, all these space invaders came on the screen, came down, and sort of shot him to pieces. Pew, so, pew. Yeah, so there's a different like little animation for every single one of them, and they're all pretty gruesome as well. And what's really, and it's really funny, and on your like your health meter. If you get to low health at the top, it comes up F asterisk asterisk K like on, on the top of the health meter. You know, when yeah. you're low on health. Uh, it's, it's, quite, it's, a, it's a weird game because it looks a lot like Castle Crashers in its art style. Very cartoony, very sort of cartoon go blood yeah. splat. You know, yeah, did, did, yeah. I, remember, I remember the art style. Yeah, it looks cool. It, it, it's really fluid. It has a, there's a weird jitter between levels though you know as you're going up it'll suddenly just pause for a, a split second and then carry on again which is a bit off-putting when you're platforming so that's a bit weird it does that every now and again not sure why uh, but that's the only sort of technical thing that I, that I can sort of see the only issue i've got with it is this you know for your nephew for instance Ginny, this would be perfect for him because right. it's a sort of game i could see you know a lad of around sort of say five to ten years old would think was really cool. 
because you got at least two weapons and stuff explodes and there's blood and guts and when you chop some enemies up, all pork chops come out of them and stuff, you know. So it, it looks, yeah. but it's got quite a lot of mature content with some of the swear words and some of the text at the beginning. I mean, none of it's spoken, so if they can't read, I guess that's fine. But you know, even even the like fact they're seven, they're not dumb. Yeah, even the fact it has fuck at the top of your health meter when it runs low and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's a weird. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure who it's aimed at. You know, because it, it's yeah. quite mature in some respects, but in other respects, I could imagine kids loving it. So I think it's great. I love it. So yeah, I can definitely uh, recommend that. Well, I don't know if I'd let the twins play it. May I don't know. I don't know really. Cause it's quite naughty. Oh yeah. Um, but like you know, they hear swear words all the time. They watch there's, this. Well, thing, there's no but, there's no spoken. It's all written. So it's all written on screen. It's all text. But they, they watch this thing called the Yogs Cast. It's about Minecraft. It's very famous and um, on YouTube and they're swearing in that. And they they didn't want me to watch it because they knew that I'd say, oh, they're swearing in this. You're not allowed to watch it. But I just kind of let them get away with it. Well, uh, it's funny now, right? Because obviously Kay's a bit like when there's any swear words, she's like, oh, Millie really shouldn't be hearing swear words. But I think do you know what? She actually knows pretty much all the swear words. Well, I was thinking that when I was when I was at primary school i knew all the swear words yeah <laughs> i used to use them all the time at school well, so it's the difference between knowing them and using them i, I can't yeah. ever imagine millie using them but i'm not bothered about her hearing them i mean i had something on the other day some rapper or something and there's some swearing in, in case i just swear in it and millie's like he just swore and i'm like yeah well you've heard it before <laughs> yeah you know. what the fuck is the problem exactly kids are using fucking swear words and stuff so hell yeah is is probably the pick of what i've played this week really i've sent doom 3 back because i'm like i haven't got time to play shit games so that went back and i'm waiting to see what comes next which could be ain't nobody got time for that Assassin's Creed 3, or it could be Halo 4, or it could be Need for Speed Most Wanted, or it could be Forza 4. Who knows? It's like a bit of a potluck. Who knows? We'll see what comes. Yeah. I took all the, all the shit games off, so I took James Bond off because I had that on there. Like, I don't want that shit game. Uh, and I took off Resident Evil 6 because I'm like, I haven't got time to play a game for 40 hours. That's crap. That's broken. I've got but, Resident Evil 6. Have you? I've, I've heard bad things about that game. Yeah, I have as well. So that came off. Because I thought, I've not got time to play that, you know, especially when there's some good games out now. So we'll see what comes. Uh, and that's about it for me this week. But, yeah, pick of the, pick of the week, Curiosity, obviously. <laughs> so I get playing that game. Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, so we'll come over to you, Chinny, see what you've been up to. I have been playing games that are modern. Have you? Wow. Wowzers. Get me. Finally. I made a little bit of a conscious effort to, make, to play games that are actually good. Good. That's, um, that's two good, two out of two. I'm liking it. So I've, 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 I've really felt like, I know it's been out for a little bit, but Borderlands 2. I've really felt like I've played a lot of Borderlands 2. Because last time I played, I only played a little bit. Um, and, you know, I just didn't feel like I, I'd sunk my teeth into it. So I, uh, I, I thought, right. Get some Borderlands 2 on. Me, my two best friends, all been playing it all at the same time, all together, and loving it. Absolutely loving it. It's so good. Um, it's pretty much more of the same, uh, but it's fine. Like, absolutely fine. Love it. So, you know, it's funny in places. The only thing you do that happens when you play it in co-op is you lose some of the story, right? I mean, you, you kind of miss some of the funny moments. 
yeah. but still, it's brilliant. It was true about the first one too. Um, yes. So I've been playing that. I've been doing that. Uh, I've also been playing Assassin's Creed Three. Ah, okay. Yeah. I'll be interested to see what you think. Now, Assassin's Creed. Uh, my stance on it is, I love it. I love Assassin's Creed. Right, it's easily one of my favorite dis- series of this generation. I love it. But um, the third—I mean, the last one, Re- Revelations, wasn't very good. It was rushed. It was made by like the B team, you know. Yeah. Um. So this one is like all their elite people, all the Assassin's Creed people. This is meant to be the bee's knees. This is meant to be the Assassin's Creed. They've been promoting the hell out of it. Yeah. But is it any good? Now it's been facing some criticism. It's mixed bag. The reviews very mixed bag. Um, there's a there's a lot of things that I love about Assassin's Creed Three. There, um, a few things that I think are, are cool changes. There, a few things that I don't like. Very few minor things that I don't like. And there's a few things that I just like really. I really, think, I think the thing is though the biggest, or oh, some of the biggest criticism really? I've seen is is to do with the ending. A lot of people are really yeah. Unhappy I've heard about the, the ending. ending. I can't speak about the ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. My biggest criticism of it is a complaint that happened with Final Fantasy Thirteen. What? Yes. Oh, oh takes... you mean the same complaint here as is there? Yes. Well, wait, yes. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! It takes twenty-five hours before you actually do something. Well, not twenty-five hours. However, it does seem to take a while to get going. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought I'd pull in about six hours before I felt like, okay, we're in Assassin's Creed now. And by what I mean, uh, when I mean like uh, we're in Assassin's Creed now, I mean you, you're left to an open world, you've got choice of different missions, here we go, you know? And you, you're killing some people and doing some stuff. However... You don't do that until I thought it was six hours. All right, I checked my Raptor account. Raptor, you know, logs how many hours you've been doing stuff. Um, checked that, and it was nine hours. Wow, nine hours before I uh, actually felt like I started to to get into it. And I played it a little bit more since then, so maybe like ten hours. And it's still introducing things to me. It's still yet to introduce things to me because I know some you know like in Brotherhood where you got the old calling the assassins from like from nowhere and you press LB and they all come in yeah. that's not been introduced to me at all so it's still like feeding Thanks. me things in and, Here's and it, climb a building it, it gets to the point it's like I just want you to leave me alone and just carry on with it you know um yeah. that, I mean, that, that's my main problem with it it's a very slow game like the intro the intro to the game it's fantastic. It's a it's a beautiful introduction to the to the engine to the world. Um, it's a little bit off putting because uh, minus spoiler, you don't play as the main protagonist at the start, um, and you you don't know who he is. You're not introduced to him. You, you you don't know who he is, where he's from, what he's doing. You just start, and you're like, okay, strange. Um, but you, you carry on. You keep going, and then slowly, very slowly. I mean, it is a very slow start. Um, you go, ah, I know where this is going. But it's really slow. And I felt like, because the, the order of sequence, the order of events are in sequence. You know, So, for example, you, you, you go in a, a, a linear timeline. Forget the whole Desmond thing. I'm talking about the, the, 
the American Boston stuff, right? So that is all uh, in order. But I thought it would have been stronger if you did it kind of flashbacky, but it doesn't. Um, my main criticism is that it's a slow burner. But once you, if you stick with it, now I'm getting to the point where it's Assassin's Creed and it's awesome. It's so good. And uh, I, I did a bit where you ride. You, you, there's boat battles in it now. Ooh. Where you, yeah, well, we saw. I mean, we saw them because that was the E3 demo, wasn't it? it was yeah, but I never watched battle. it. So ah. uh, there, there's boat battles in it. And super impressed by it. I, I was a little bit skeptical when it started out. And I was like, oh, this is, I don't know, you know, this feature creep thing that we've talked about before, Duke. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't, but it was really fun and different. It felt nice. like I hadn't done it before in a game, you know, that, that, that I've played anyway. Did it, did it make sense in relation to the narrative, though, to the story in the context of the game? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, you, you, you for people that don't know, it's set... First of all, in Boston, and then second of all, uh, in a different in a different city, which I won't give away if you don't know. But it, 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 I haven't got to that one yet. Um, but you know, they're they're both port towns. They're both on on you know on the east coast. So it's quite natural that there's a boat there. And um, yeah. the other thing that they've creeped in, which I, I've only just been introduced to, this is like um, the last. I mean, tonight I played for the last couple of hours, and it's still introducing things that I never knew was coming. Was that this whole? Uh, um, it's like like trading and stuff. So you've got you've got this like plot of land that you live on, and it's like full of forests and stuff. And you've got to help mm. people and kind of promote the area. And they move in, they build their own houses there, and then all of a sudden they can provide stuff. So you, you help this guy who's like getting who's like going down a river, and you save his life. And they they turn out to be lumberjacks, and they can provide wood, and you can sell them for profit, and kind of build profit for your area, promote more people than you build people that can you 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 have people live in your homestead that can make things, that are craftsmen, that make weapons. I assume later on down, and so it's like really quite complex um, uh, system where you got to start trading all of a sudden. Um, and you basically got to build this town from scratch. It's a bit of like a town simulator. So yeah, well, yeah, well that, that just puts me off, though, because I think, well, that's no, not I'm, Assassin's Creed. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bigging that up, right? And I'm, I'm not bigging that up. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. That's all I'm gonna play. Uh, oh, what well, you think about it, Stu? Like in, it, it's kind of an extension of Assassin's Creed 2, You know, when you had your your house and you had to kind of buy all those shops and build up the build up the house. It's that, but it's instead of a house, it's like. A, a, a village to plot of land it's like a town almost and I, I like I'm with you in some ways like that doesn't feel like a Creed. I don't know how long I'm going to be doing that for like it's just introduced it to me so if that's like a massive part of the game it's a massive investment then I won't be too happy but if it's something that's easy to manage and I can get on with it and it gives me lots of like unlockables and stuff to do then maybe uh, I, but I just feel like, you know, it's like the tower defense thing that they added to Revelations, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but this, like, I mean, to be honest though, like, the tower defense thing was just awful. Like, it was. It, it didn't play yeah. very well. It was, it was just, it was, it, it was chewed in there. At least this one, it feels like more like two, where you have to manage things and you have to kind of build it, because the, the, the whole movement, if you will, the assassin movement kind of depends on you now. Like, you're, you're like the next in line to do something about all this, all the Templar stuff. So, it feels like it feels like quite right, like like you know, you're it's a sign to you to to kind of sort shit out. Um, 
So, in, you know, I, yeah, but, but I want to better than a shitty toad defense. But I want to sort of shit out by stabbing people in the neck oh, with yeah, a hidden oh, blade. Don't worry, Stu. Don't worry. There's plenty of <laughs> there's plenty of stabbing people. In I know, the neck. but I, do I don't want to stabbing look, people. If I wanted Civilization, I play Civilization. You know what I mean? Right. If I wanted a Sim City game, I play. Well, you get City. excited just because he's made by Peter Molyneux. Or <laughs> yeah. Before you get excited. <laughs> No, it works, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how much you have to do it. And I, I think it might be just kind of like a side thing, so you don't have to go crazy and do it. No, but then I'm, why have it in? If it doesn't matter, why bother having it? Because you can buy more stuff and you can upgrade more weapons. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like it, you, You're look, building a, a house, a home. Look, what was wrong with going to the blacksmith and asking him to sharpen your sword or to give you a better sword or whatever and buying it off him? What's wrong with that after you've pickpocketed loads of Listen, I'm What's the matter saying, with that? Just well, it's done. It's done in many other games. It's done. It is well, done, I, but it's like, why add stuff that's not necessary? Well, it, it might be necessary. I don't know what's going to be cool. Yeah, like Trini, it would be cool if we had like a platinum pickaxe in this game. Yeah, exactly. That's necessary. Yeah, then you could chop down trees, and you wouldn't need nothing. Yeah, some nerve, Stuart. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. True. Right, look, shoot. Before you get excited, all right. I, I don't know how much I have to do it, and I don't know what it would lead to. You never know. It might have a massive benefit to the end. I don't know, right? I don't know. I have heard, like you, Stu, that the ending is pretty poor. Um, I've also, and like, the, the, the main criticism, a more specific criticism is Connor, he's the main protagonist, his solution or conclusion um, isn't very satisfying, apparently. But, in fairness, when has Assassin's Creed had a satisfying conclusion. Well, I don't think it really has. You see, I think, I think Brotherhood, right, where all the weird stabby, stabby stuff went on, right? Do you know what you know, I'm referring to? Where, you know, one of the person, people in the real world and you couldn't stop yourself doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that, although it was completely unresolved, I was like, I was intrigued. As to they see. didn't explain it, though, Yeah, no, no, but I was intriguing, though, because it was yeah, like, well, what was. does that all mean? And also, the end of Those two, are easy to do. Those are easy to do. Yeah. To actually wrap things up in a, in a satisfying way isn't very easy to do. The ending of two, I thought, did, you know, where you're in the back of the van and everything, and, you know, in that very final section. I thought it, it was really cool. But, like, that, that, but like it led on to something else. It did, know? it did, and that all made sense. But, but yeah. what, I've, what I've heard is, like, Connor's wrap-up of his story isn't very good. It, it just isn't... See, the other, the other thing I, I really find hard to understand or comprehend is that, you know, there's all this, uh, all the way through the series, there's been all this stuff with Desmond in the real world, and, you know, that was all leading up to something. But I've heard, you know, because I've heard quite a few podcasts talking about it now, and obviously read quite a bit of stuff on it, that the, the real world stuff it really does take a back seat, and there's barely any of it. Whereas my understanding uh, no, I, or my I, thoughts. I did do some of that real world stuff today. Um,. It is very short. Yeah. Uh, and I, one of the reviews that I watched actually um, said, oh, thankfully it's very short. So I was like, well, yeah, thankfully. I always hated that. No, I, no, but I didn't want it because to me, he, you know, there was all this animus stuff, but it was all about what he was doing to achieve the, you know, stop the world from ending. You know, I, mean, in I, the wasn't, I, I wasn't with Duke when, when he said, uh, like, I, I, when it, I didn't agree with him when he said, like, I'm sick of the Desmond story. I think it's dumb. But as I play more and more of it, I don't like it as much, uh, and I just kind of want it to, yeah. to kind of like go somewhere. You know, and I like I like the fact that the sort of you know at the end again at the end of it was at the end of Brotherhood, wasn't it, where you were playing as Desmond going through, you know, in in Rome, wasn't it? 
at the yeah, end. Yeah, well, he was going around the, the mansion that he lived in in two. Yeah, and everything like that. And that, I thought that was really cool because it was like bringing everything, all the sort of skills you'd learned in the animus, you were suddenly able to do all of those in the real world. And I thought that was, and to me, it was like a bit like The Matrix, I guess. You know, that in the real world, we're suddenly going to be able to do all this cool stuff and, and it would all end in the real world, but it doesn't sound like it does from what I've heard. Uh, like, you're being awfully criti- critical of a game that you've never played. No, but, I agree. Uh, I'm you. only saying, uh, I'm only basing it on what I've heard and, you no, know. I, I know, you've said that. You might have mentioned that. All right, but what I will say, all right, is uh, another criticism. I, I don't want to be too harsh on it, no, to you, no. because it is a great game. It's fantastic. There are some like weird buggy things that uh, that need some attention. There are some. Remember in Assassin's Creed One, Assassin's Creed One was amazing for this, right? Where you would hear the same line of dialogue over and over and yeah, over yeah. again. That happens now and again, and you think for a triple A game, you know what you're doing, what's going on here. Um, but uh, one thing, what the one thing that does bother me as well, I've had some trouble kind of getting used to the combat system. Now, the combat system always gets like a bit of a, like a, uh, uh, kind of, I don't know, bad press in Assassin's Creed. I always liked it. I always, I liked it in one, and I liked yeah, it's it in fluid. I like it. Um, two, and Brother, I think it's great. But for some reason, it just gets bad press. Uh, for this one, like, they've changed it really, like, radically. They've changed it. You don't have to lock on anymore. Like, you have to hold left trigger before to kind of go into the counter options and stuff. Now, it's, it's it's simplified, I guess, mm. but I'm not used to it. So I don't know if it's just the fact that I'm not, not used to it or that it's bad. I, I don't know yet. Now, interesting, right? Do you remember when we was at Eurogamer? Uh, Feng Chui yeah. um, played the demo, didn't he? But he said the combat was terrible, but it was because he thought it was because he was playing it on a PS3 and it was different setup on the PS3 controller. But no. it doesn't sound like that's it's the case. It's completely different to to, like... What, it, what it's been before. It's the biggest change in the combat ever for an Assassin's Creed game. Right. Um, yeah, so... I, I, I don't know, but the, there are good things about it. Like, um, to, So, before, you had to hold left trigger and wait for someone to attack you and then press X. Yeah. Right? Then you would counter them. That's kind of like the main combat. Yeah. And then, in Brotherhood, they introduced this thing. It's like, if you're in the middle of an assassination, you select the next person that you want to assassinate, press X, and then it goes into this really cool animation of you assassinate him right now. And you could kill out, you could kill like six people in a flash, and you felt awesome. For some reason, they've taken that like immediate assassination next thing out, right? So you can't assassinate someone right after somebody else for some reason. No, that was cool because it made it flow, didn't it? From yeah, one I love that. That's yeah, I did. Things in, in, in the combat. Anyway, uh, what they've done now is like, if you want to counter someone just before they hit, it, the, a little red triangle appears, Batman, uh, that, that appears up of their head as they're going to attack you. You press B and it does this very cool slow-mo thing, uh, which I like. Right. And then you, you counter them or you disarm them, or you do a, like a kind of right. more... Tom, tomahawk to the head. Yeah, you could do stuff like that, all the like bow and arrow and uh, all this. And, yeah. and, and as always, as always, the, the assassination animations are fantastic. Like, they're yeah. amazing. So, um, yeah, there's no... There's, you know, they're still, they've still got it there, you know? And... Yeah, I just think I just think it's a, maybe it's a, get a, a bit of getting used to because I am getting used to it now. But when you first play it, you're like, this is this doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed at all because it's been so consistent, 
You know, like I mean, I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think the the combat really has just been tweaked in all the other Assassin's Creed yeah, games. Yeah. It's not they really. Yeah, it's, it's never they changed. Never the winning formula in the past. Yeah. And um, but now they have. You know, they've gone right. Let's yeah. let's see see what works. See what don't work. I don't know. I still don't know how I, I ultimately feel about it. But well, then, why would you? Right, okay. You're on the very final game of this iteration of Assassin's Creed and this Maybe. story. Well, the story of Desmond and the story of you Maybe. know. Well, well, as far as I know, it is. But I don't know because I haven't played it. But as far as I'm aware, it's the it's the end of Desmond's story. Right. Okay. Why would you? Why would you suddenly reinvent the combat for the final game of this scene? Well, it's, like, it's this just because part of it. I don't know. It's it just seems- See, here, the thing is, though, we're thinking about it in a rational way, and it may or may not be a rational decision that's being made here. It may be just that some studio exec is like, hey, guys, we need to do something different. Maybe. It could be, but it could well, be like, well, like then, they're, they're sick of using that same comment. They feel like they could do something else with yeah, it. Maybe. Well, then or because also- they're trying to market it so heavily that that means that they have to try to appeal to people who don't, you know, whatever. I don't whatever. think that. I mean, this would sell by the bucket load, regardless of whether they tweet the combat or left it as it was. I don't think that really would make a whole lot of difference in the sales. I, I, I always thought like that the, the the combat had a lot of criticism, though. Even mm-hmm. though I thought it was good, I, I, thought, I, 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 I like the combat. I always heard people saying that like, "Oh, it's weird, it's weird." So maybe they took that and gone, "All right, we'll do some up it." I don't know, but. Alright, let's stop being negative about the game. Okay, it's, okay. It's really good. It's fucking good. Um, the animation is fantastic. The setting, the, this is the best thing about it. The setting is amazing. Just amazing. Being in Boston is fantastic. Being in the woods, in the snow, and the way your character walks through the snow and struggles through the snow, mm. being attacked by wolves, by bears, hunting wildlife, really nice change of pace. And I really wondered how they're going to do parkour in a forest. How are they going to do that? They did yeah, it. Right. They nailed it. It's brilliant. Yeah. So well done to them. Uh, fans of Assassin's Creed, Nothing to worry about uh, so far. Obviously, like this ending problem is uh, is kind of staying around. Um, but to be honest, like if you just enjoy the ride, like you did Mass Effect, then don't worry about it so much. Because I mean, the intro alone, you're like blown away. Um, it's fantastic. I love it. I'm going to keep playing it. It's just a slow burner. So if you play it for about four or five hours and you think, Jesus Christ, this is still lag- this is still slowing down a bit. This is still not pick it up, stick with it because it, it does turn into Assassin's Creed eventually. I think I think the difficulty for me is is like all of these sorts of games and you know, I've mentioned this in the last few weeks that you know, like ten hours to play a game for me is quite a no, long time. It is silly. I know it is silly. And it's like ten hours and I'm still not really into the game. I just don't know whether I've got time to play it. I just think, you no, know no, look, I'm not saying that those those ten hours that I put into it it's, it was actually nine hours I put into it before I felt like I was... Yeah, but uh, how long will it take to get to the end of the game? No, I think it's about, you know, 25, 30 hours. That's what the, that... I mean, I, I put... Um, I think I checked on Raptor, I put like 48 hours in Brotherhood. So, you know, I, I don't know. But my point is, those hours, those nine hours that I played, wasn't bad, Stu. You know, no, it no. wasn't like awful, like, oh, God, I can't wait to stop playing this game. It just... Because I knew what Assassin's Creed was, I knew what was to come... I was wondering when when am I going to get to that part where I get to be open and start doing yeah. my own thing. Um, but it's still entertaining. It's still great. Cutscenes are great. Acting is great. Um, I realised that one of the main characters in the Desmond world is on Breaking Bad, so that made me enjoy it more. Um, 
Yeah, I, I love it. And Danny Wallace is one of the voices of the, the English guy, which I forgot. Uh, and then remembered, re-remembered. Uh, I'm a fan of Danny Wallace. So, yeah, I mean, it's got some great things going for it. And it's just fantastic to be in America. A different setting. It does feel fresh. It's so cool. It's just so cool. that, that, that Being in Boston, it's brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it could, you know, it may well come this week because obviously it's on my list. So yeah, it may well I mean, I think you'll have the same criticism. It is very slow. But well, I'll play it. I mean, I've, I like the only the only Assassin's Creed game I haven't finished was Revelations. Well, you're not missing much. You know, I played a few hours, a good few hours of it, but I just got to the point where I just did not care about it. I was just like, I, I do not care anymore. I've just given up caring on it about it. And there was loads of weird things happened. Like there was a bit where you couldn't climb up any buildings for some weird reason. For for a no, quite oh, yeah, the, the the climbing is a lot more fluid now. And I'm just like, why can't I climb? They have definitely, definitely improved the climbing. And another weird thing is, uh, in other Assassin's Creed games, I used to hold the right trigger and hold A a lot to kind of jump and yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, I remember that run and jump, yeah. run and jump, isn't it? Yeah, so you, have you, to, you have to hold A a lot because without A, you wouldn't jump. That's but right. Now, um, you just hold down the right trigger, and if it's like a successful jump, it'll jump. Right. So that I mean, and it's so fluid now and quicker, and the tr- like the parkour improved trees is just amazing. So cool, um, and it works brilliantly. So yeah, fantastic. I love it. Love okay. Assassin's Creed. Love okay, it. right. And uh, I played a little bit more of Mark of the Ninja. All right, okay. Uh, I finished my new game plus. Right. Um, so a new game plus for Mark of the Ninja just means it's basically harder because you can see less. Right. Uh, and I didn't think it was that hard so anybody that is thinking about doing the new game plus it's not that brutal it just takes a little bit more time of trial and error and that's it really that's all I've been playing cool right uh, coming over to you Duke Fallout yeah. 3 Fallout 3 Fallout 3 what have you been doing in Fallout well, you 3 you assume this that week? I've been playing Fallout 3 why do you assume that okay what have you been doing in Skyrim <clears> this <throat> week no, I haven't been playing Skyrim. It's pathetic that you okay. would assume... That, you know what? I'm what have you been doing in Fallout New Vegas this week? Listen, poker. We had our full house poker play day. Yay! Thank you. Uh, now, just let me poker. just double check. You weren't playing poker in Fallout, were you? With your no, Fallout poker you set. Oh, no, you can't play po- poker in Fallout. <laughs> That's um, but no, I have... No, you can't. You can play blackjack, but you can't play no. poker. Oh, okay then. But yeah. you can't get a poker set. You can. It's true, but I was not playing Fallout poker. Okay. Um... Yeah, it may be that my, you know, ancient RPG days are behind me. Whatever. Um, poker, Fushi Muska and Step J and Fumu and Ian W99 and Z4XX. No, 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 not Ian, but Z4XX was with us. So, what's up? Thank you for coming, everybody. We appreciate you playing with us. It's kind of a small group this time, but it was fun. And I won a lot of money, man. Ka-ching! So that you're was just, awesome. You're just sort of taking money off everyone's like candy from a baby. Yeah, but last time I got stomped, so this time I deserve Damn. to win. Universe needs to balance itself out. And you know what I realized when I was trying to find people to invite? Like, there were a lot of people on, and I, don't, I didn't remember who all had that game. We need something to be able to say, like, show me my friends who have this game. You know what I mean? Yeah, Wouldn't that be cool. a good thing to have? Yeah, it would. It would. It so would. get on that, uh, Microsoft. Come on. What are you doing? I um, mean, we could. We could uh, put something up on the forums of, you know, for play yeah, days. I, I know. Which games do you own? 
Right, and it's not that big a deal, though, because you could put the beacons up and stuff like that. It's not a huge deal, but just like in that one moment, I was like, man, I really wish I could just instantly yeah. find out who has this. You know what I mean? Anywho, uh, I played some demos. I actually played some relatively new games. <gasps> uh, F1 Race Stars. Have you all seen the that thing on the Xbox Arcade? F1 Race Stars? No, do you yeah, know? With the, yeah, yeah, it's like a kind of cartoony F1 game. It's a cartoony game, right? F1 game, yeah, which is a weird combination because yes. I don't think of F1 as being very cartoony. It's, it's, it's being made by the F1 people as you do the normal F1 2012, it's, 2013. I think it's Codemasters Racing. Yeah, yeah, it's the same people. Yeah, are they do F1? Yeah, yeah they do. So it's weird. I mean, it's okay. It's it's a arcadey racer with, you know, the combat deal is you run over the thing and it's like you can fire this thing that will slow down. It's Mario Kart, basically. But not as fun, and you know, the controls are trying to strike a balance between cartoony controls and F1 controls, and that's a really hard balance to strike. So they don't do a very good job. But whatever. I mean, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just it joins the 700 other arcadey racers on the arcades. So don't waste did your time. Pete, did Peter Mullen, you make it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was this game called Karataka. Y'all ever play that back in the day? Jordan Beckner. I downloaded that. I haven't played it. Jordan Mechner, back in the day, a long, long time ago, it was an ancient game. In fact, it's so ancient, I need to find out when it first came out. So I'm going to do a little Google search here. 1984, this game came out. And I remember my brother and I used to play it for hours because it was a very simple side-scrolling karate game. And the thing that made it different was because, okay... In the 80s, we also had that game Kung Fu on the NES. You remember that? Was it as annoying as you doing an impression of me? You remember that game? You people suck. I bet everybody. I didn't have any. I never had Nintendo anything. Yeah, whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that not a good enough excuse? It's not good enough excuse because you don't know the glory that is Kung Fu way back in the day. And if you give me a second, maybe YouTube will help me to fill it in with some sound effects. Oh, God! What on earth was that? I don't know. I thought it was the thing. That was sounded like someone doing a weird <laughs> fart. Is Jason Gallagher on the podcast? My computer just farted. Yeah, what is going on? Oh, wait, that was it. So, anyway... God, that sound game. was crap on old systems when you think about it, wasn't it? Of course it was. <laughs> That's not the point. Listen, that was an action game, right? They were coming at you. You kick them once, they fall off the edge of the board. Uh, there's, a, there's a point to this long monologue, is there then? <laughs> if you get to talk for five minutes about a stupid turd game about chipping blocks away, I get to talk for two minutes about Karataka. And at least I got sound effects. Imagine if you... Hey, Ding, 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 ding. That was the sound of me playing that game. Ding, ding, no, he ding, plays ding. music, actually. Musical talk. Anyway. Okay, go on. Carry on. Carry on. So Kung Fu was an action game. Karataka was more strategy because you could kick high, low, high, medium, or low. You could punch high, medium, or low. And, and you had to time it so that you blocked the enemy and kicked or punched at the right time in the right way to hit them in the right spot. So it was actually kind of strategic. And we played this over and over and over again when we were kids. There were, you know, there was mostly it was just combat, uh, but the enemies got progressively harder, and you had to save the woman who was trapped. Is and it, just, they had these this, cut just scenes. Minute, just, minute, just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. Was this on like in like a Japanese looking house with different floor levels? Yeah. Which I played yeah. that in the arcade back in the day. No, 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 that's kung fu you were playing. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I yeah, played yeah, yeah. that. Okay. I played that game. Right. Well, Karataka was the sort of more, it was the thinking man's kung fu, because it was more strategic. And you had this part where there was this gate that would slam down, and so you couldn't just run through, because if you just ran through, the gate would clap, and you'd be dead. Uh, but uh, it had, so you'd have to run and then stop right in time, and then it would slam down and then open slowly. As soon as it opens up, you run back through again. So it was all about timing, and it was very, you know, fun. So when I saw that this was out again, they made a remake of it. I was like, oh, my childhood, they're going to take another stab at it. I'm surprised they haven't remade it since then. Eh? So how does this compare? Well, it, it, it's clear that they're going for the retro so, uh, appeal. Can I, can I just say, what is this game called? Because I've lost what game it's called with all the other this stuff. This game is called Karataka. All right, okay. So this is a remake of the original one that you played back yes. in the day. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay, I'm getting there now. Yes, good. Um, <laughs> the, the, the combat is actually simpler now than it was in the original game. The graphics are amazingly advanced compared to the original. Um, it's not really, the, I mean, it is the same basic approach, you know, you, you, you're sort of in a third person over the shoulder view. And then when you get to the enemy, it switches to a side view and it's, you're just blocking and then you punch or kick. It doesn't really matter which one you do apparently. And whereas before you could shift from running mode to fighting mode and you you would switch your stance. And if you weren't in fighting mode when it was ready to fight, the guy would kick you once and you'd die. Now, that doesn't seem to matter. And it, you can't really move toward them or move away from them like you could before. It's just about blocking and then kick. So it's a very simple game is it, mechanic. Is this on the 360 then? It is on the 360 okay. in the arcade. Right. Um, and I mean, it's fun enough. Uh, I actually had a good time up until the end of the demo and I did pretty well kicking everybody's butt. How much uh, is it? It's, I think, 800, and that's why I didn't get it. Because if it had been 400, I probably would have gotten it, just to see, you know. No, but, um, but 800 is the 400 now, isn't it? That's, I know, that's but a I'm cheap not spending, game. I'm not spending $10 on this. If it's on sale at some point, I probably will get it. And anyway, you've only, got, he's only got I've 70, only got 70, right? 70 points. <laughs> if a game's like 400, people look at it now and go, oh, there must be something wrong with it. Or it must so be shit. There's, yeah, yeah. there's a risk of releasing a game at... I know, and you know what? Nobody's going to buy this game if you never played the original. I expect somebody will play this for the first time now and go, what is this? This is nothing. The, the only real value to this game, I think, I mean, it's it's fun enough. Maybe kids would like it, but I think the only real value is is its appeal to the nostalgia. So, you know, you know, me and Jet Set Willy, you see? You see? It's the now, same let thing. Me, let me explain, though, Stuart. It's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Manic Miner. Same thing. No, it's not. Because this is not the same game. I know you it's g- not. If Wait. you gave me the original Karataka, I would look at it and go, oh, this game kind of sucks. Oh, yeah, now. I guess. I guess. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, because okay. that, that, that is just the original game. Yeah, okay, it is. Fair enough. Okay. If they remade Manic Miner with updated graphics and stuff, I might be more into it. Oh, anyway, okay. a game. So Karataka is okay. If you play the original, you might get a kick out of this. You might enjoy it more than I did. I enjoyed it, but not enough to pay 800 points. Uh, then I went, but a game that I did not enjoy much was the Jeopardy demo. Have you seen this in the arcade? Wow. No, but I'm again, I, don't think, I don't think this is available here. No, yeah. I haven't seen that, no. Because well, Jeopardy... Because all, all, really... The money values on the board are all in dollars, and they'd have to screw it all up if it were in pounds. And the 224-pound question is... Because they're all 200, 400, 600, right. 800. Yeah. It's, it's Jeopardy, Jeopardy isn't a thing over here. Well, then they could make it... Well, 
want to question you on for a quid. I, I don't. <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? You see, that's what we have in this. Kind of, yeah. kind of offended. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> to be honest. No, that sounds like a great game show. Ow. Um, uh, anyway. What do you have for chase? Three, three chase. shillings and sixpence. Who <laughs> wants the to chase? Don't bankruptcy because of their medical bills. There's a game. Shoot, shoot, they need an arcade game called The Chase, where Bradley Walsh. Uh, you know, you know that game show, Stu? No, I've never watched that. I've seen, I've seen it. I'm aware uh, yeah. of it, but I've it's, never watched it's pretty, it. It's a pretty decent game show. Yeah. All right. What about We Pretend You're in a Zombie Apocalypse? Millie's, Millie's favorite TV game show is Pointless. She likes that. Why does she watch it that's pointless? So, ba- oh. right, right. so but, <laughs> but it's kind of a cool concept. So basically, it'd say something like, I don't know. Oh, it took forever to load. Uh, Novels by Robert Louis Stevenson, right? He's a good writer. Right, and then they ask 100 people, and you have to give the ones that they probably wouldn't have said, so the ones that are least known. So family feud in reverse. Yeah, so something that no one would have said, and if you get it right... Oh, yes, I have seen that one, yeah. It's kind of Uh, a cool one. It's crazy, because I don't know any other... It's the guy, it's, it's Armstrong, isn't it? The, the host yeah. is Armstrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of a cool idea because it's sort of you've got to pick the answers no one would have given rather than the ones you do get. Oh, they have yeah. like celebrities on there. Yeah, yeah, they've got a celebrity version now as so well. So Callan and Ball was on there when I asked yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Was it? Well, well, they're desperate that's, that's stretching it a bit, saying celebrities, I think. I know, they're desperate for air, air time, <laughs> aren't they? Callan and Ball. I mean, that's like Z list. But yeah, no, so it's kind of it. So maybe we could have that on there. That'd be cool. Anywho. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> Jeopardy uh, is, it, you know. It, it yeah, really that's fine. Does. Move on. Anything um, else? <laughs> it's, you can't ring in during the question. I'm like, what? Really? I mean, look, it's hard to get Jeopardy wrong, right? It's questions. You buzz in. You choose them. The cool thing is that normally in a quiz show, you know, like when they did one versus 100 on the Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, you remember yep, that? Yep, yep. They would give you the four answers, and you buzz which one you think it is, right? Yep. With this, they don't show you the answers until you buzz in. So it's kind of the thing where if you know you don't know it, there's no point in buzzing in because you're just guessing randomly, right? But So I like that element of it. But you can't buzz in during the questions. You have to wait till the question's asked. Uh, and it's just, it's just wonky, and it's stupid. It just, it's amazing to see that they could f- screw up Jeopardy. you think that Jeopardy would be the one thing you can't screw up, right? Yeah. So anyway, whatever. There's that. And then a little bit of Fallout 3 because I finally got some of the mods in that have new adventures and quests. See, I told you she need to talk about Fallout. I told you. <laughs> you thought you were getting away from Bethesda. See, told um, you. Yeah. The one that I've been playing is called Arafu Expanded. You remember Arafu? There's uh, a... Remind go- me. Remind me. That does yes, ring a bell. Don't encourage him. What are you doing? Oh, shut up, Stu. Stop encouraging him. I'm interested. You always got to give the fans what they want. Yeah. <laughs> No, one one fan, someone you know. That's that's more that's just as important as a hundred. Right, go, yeah, Duke. Yeah. When you go to Megaton, there's this woman who says she needs you to get a message to her brother who's in Arafu. And you what? go looking for him and he's involved in some group called the family. And that's all I'm gonna say about Arafu. That's family where you about go. the family that like uh, are very nice to you when you meet them. Yeah. Is, that, is that the ones with the cannibals? Or something? Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, um, it's I also that a city was, that starts with an A. I thought that's what, it, well, that's what I thought no, Stuart no, no, spoiled it. I was trying to dance oh, around it. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> for spoiling that. That's what the spoiler in it, yeah. yeah. Spoiling a four-year-old well, game. It only came out six years ago. <laughs> exactly, what are we doing? even longer than four years, right, isn't it? Fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Arafu is the city with the cannibals in it. Yeah. So Arafu is on a highway incline, and... 
everybody's scared of these people, the family, and they've been coming around and butchering the Brahmin and stuff. Anyway, the point is this mod expands the city of Arafu. Like it adds a bunch of stuff in the back, and then there's this area sort of underneath that they built onto it. So it's kind of cool because there's, you know, all this extra stuff. There's a huge addition. There's new people. It's pretty slow. That was kind of annoying. The frame rate dropped dramatically. Uh, but there's a, and you know, it's, uh, it's written by people who clearly don't know how to make quests. I mean, they sort of do, but a lot of it is just like, oh, my boyfriend's not being nice to me. He's like, I can go talk to him. And he goes, okay, thanks. And you go talk to him. And he's like, yeah, I'll start being nice. And then you go back and he's going to start being nice. Oh, thank you. Here's a hundred XP. Like what? That doesn't deserve a hundred XP. So, so let me ask you, how did it go messing around with all these mods then? How did that go on? Um, it worked fine, actually. I mean, there, it was it was okay until stuff started crashing, uh-huh. and then I realized that the expansion and the quest mods don't really play very nice with the overhaul kit that I had installed. So I got rid of the overhaul kit, and now everything's working okay. And uh, granted, I have a lot fewer options in terms of armor and weapons and you know objects, but. I can do all these quest mods, so it's okay. So the thing you saw me complaining about where I was installing the mods and then it crashed and I had to reinstall it, that was annoying, but I figured out, you know what, one one piece at a time. You know, you do a little bit here, a little bit there, and it'll all work out. You tried to funny. do too much too soon, you see. Yes, that. I was. Um, but there was this one woman who's like, oh, my boyfriend's an asshole. Why don't you and I hook up? And I'm like, okay. And so, like... It it when as soon as you do that, it plays the song by Yellow. You know, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And then it fades to black, and then it you know comes back up in the trailer, and she's like, "Oh, you were great." So that's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, do you know? And, do you know? Um, you know the race by Yellow? No, you don't know the, yellow, the only thing I thought Yellow ever did was oh yeah. No, no, they did a track called the Race. Well, it's probably not as good. Yeah. Anyway, no, but, no, one... I, was, I was just going to tell you a story about that. It was a cool story. Boy, I was hoping for that because I wasn't Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I was going to say, whenever, whenever anyone mentions a group yellow or I don't know whether it was a group or just one person or whatever. It was two um, guys. We were two guys. Um, yeah, I always think of the race because uh, I broke my kneecap right, uh, when I was about 17. And my dad had been out getting drunk, so I didn't get to go to hospital till the following morning so i had a broken knee all night right yeah, in absolute can... agony yeah for sure uh but the play it was like when they first introduced all night telly you know yeah. and obviously i couldn't really sleep because i had a cracked kneecap yeah. um and they played that video for the race by yellow about six times throughout the night so it has bad yeah. memories for me yellow now unfortunately yeah. arafu is the one with the they're on a highway and it's something about is it something about vampires is that right the hell is that? What is that? That definitely doesn't sound like yellow. What? Is that it? Is that, that was it? it? No, well, that wasn't the music. The oh, there you go. Anyway, yeah, the the on the highway incline. That's Arafu. Right. Anyway, if I may, the 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 mod uh, involves this woman who's vanished. And she, you have to talk to her friend, and she's like, oh, we got attacked west of Megaton, so you go west of Megaton, and you find the blood trail, and you have to follow it. That was really cool. I really liked that. And then there's this raider camp, and they like basically, you know, they're in this abandoned building, and you have to fight a bunch of raiders, and then wake her up, and then you have to go get medical help, and all this stuff. Anyway, so I brought her back to Arafu, right? I fought off all the raiders. I'm a hero. I brought her back. Yes! 
And I go, and it's nighttime. So I go into her house, and her husband's sleeping. And as soon as I go in, he go, he wakes up, and he goes, you better get out of here. Yep, that's fallout for you, mate. I know, right? And then it's like, okay. And then, and then I leave, and then the next morning... You know, I wait, and then the next morning he comes running out. He's like, "Oh, honey, I'm so glad you're home." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> so weird. Listen, I don't like being disturbed in my sleep. Okay, <laughs> that's right. I don't care who's here to see me. Even if you bring my <laughs> wife back, who's been missing for six months. <laughs> exactly. Arafu was one of the very first quests I did in Fallout. Yeah, Fallout. most people that's the first one they do because it seems like a nice little. Oh, just take this to my brother. You know those kind of quests that yeah. are in a lot of role playing games. It's like, yeah, whatever. I'll kill the rats in your basement. I'll take this message to your brother. Oh God! Killing, murder. Uh. Anyway, uh, so I played that. And then I just had this hankering while I was reinstalling Fallout, right? I was like, I've got to play a role-playing game. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. You've finally been playing The Witcher 2. Nope. Uh, Oh. What about Dishonored? You've (laughs) you've gone back to Dishonored, which is great. You've been playing Dishonored. I didn't play Dishonored. Oh. I did get Borderlands 2 in the post, but I haven't played that yet. Um, But... But I, I came back to two for a minute, and I was like, okay, I'll give this another try. And I was playing a little bit, and it was all right. But then it just reached a point where it was like I had to hide and run away from the monsters and shoot them a little bit and then run oh, away. Was this? Sorry, we missed that when you sort of genie. Oh, we talking? What? Were you talking when I was telling you? Yeah, yeah, you were talking, talking. Go on, you what were. was it? That's yeah. I thought. That's a, that's a shame. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Divinity 2. Ah, right, okay. It's generally a decent game, but but man, the thing just and, and so it was just annoying that you know whatever. So I was just like, ah, screw this. I know which game I want to play because it's one that I've played before, and it's a great game. Not quite that, but I got Oblivion. Oh again. my wow. god! Wow! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh god! Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my! Going backwards. Shit! Could it get any worse? No. But all the mods, man! Oh no, no. It's not, we're not becoming the veteran gamers modcast. We are becoming. No, no, we're not. Right, we need to move it looks on. Gorgeous! No, no sorry, we've oh, not. Let him, let, no, let him talk no, about it. Come on. I don't, I don't have anything to say. It looks great. Oh, I've no. been installing mods all day. It looks great. That's it. No, seriously, we really haven't got time. Even you did have stuff to say for him. We really oh, I'll let him talk time. next week. We'll let you we'll talk be- next week. But I want anything to say next week. It still looks great. That's it. Excellent. Right. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, well, let's talk. Let's see what Vlados had to say about this week's in- review. Hey. <laughs> Hello, friends. Vlados here. You know how most indie games on Xbox Live feature weak retro-style graphics? And you know how those ancient graphics style, like from the old Amiga system, well, they usually indicate a lack of polish to the game, right? And you know how usually when you start playing these games, you get fed up quickly and want to stop? Well, it is not the experience I had when I played Spy Leaks, an indie game with fun mechanics. It's an action puzzler, but things generally work slowly, so you can catch your breath and figure out how to approach each part of the room. The idea is that you're a spy or something, and you have to infiltrate these different rooms to find secrets or whatever. The story doesn't matter, because the gameplay is all about finding your way past guards and robots and moving stuff around, including drugged up people sometimes. 
in order to open doors and keep moving. It's pretty dang fun and well worth the price. Spy Leaks is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlad us out, B-E-O-Ches. It's <laughs> <laughs> come on. I like that. She said, it says like the game's got a lot of Polish. Got a lot of Polish, yeah. Do you know, I saw this game, and then I saw Killer Robots and stuff, and I thought, it's Duke's game. This is for this was made for Duke. It's got Killer Robots in it. It's it's slow. I mean, it's not slow. It's it's as fast as you want it to be, you know. And and you can take your time, figure out what you need to do. There's no timer ticking in your face, and you get to you know start over if you mess up. And yeah, I liked it. It was cute. It was fun. Yeah, no, I'm I'm absolutely with you. I thought yes. The graphic style absolutely suited the game. It's got a little bit of a sense of humor going on, and I thought it did a good job of setting up what was going to be happening and why you were doing it, and you know that you had to go and steal these secret documents and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was a really clever gameplay system, really, and it, it sort of all worked really, really well. I liked it. Uh, and Chinny, I liked it. Hey, God, hey. when was the last time we all liked an indie game? on the indie pick. Yeah, Sweet. Wow. Oh, it's a while, it's a while. When was the last time we all logged a game? <laughs> no, yeah, not very often. Or two. <laughs> yeah, true enough. True enough. But yeah, no, so yeah, we all liked it, so that was clearly a win-win. So go and play yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Check it out, people. Check, yeah. check, check it out. Oh. Check it out. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. And it's been out, actually, for a bit. I missed this one when it came out. So uh, so it's kind of cool to find one that we've missed along the way that's actually worth playing. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. Spy Leaks. Get it played. Play it now. Go download it. Help Get the developers. Help the developers. Right. It's uh, time for Chinny's news this week. I'm not sure how long it will be because we've not got much time. Putting news first. Cut down on the Peter Molyneux discussion. Right, well, we can leave that out. There is some in there. I'll stop could... talking about Fallout. How's that? I'll Jesus. make the agreement with Jesus wept. Jesus. Jesus. So, what's Jesus. in the news this week, Chinny? Okay, most important news now. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. Sorry, Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, details emerge. Yeah, so um, what do we need to expect? What we're getting? What are we getting? Now, uh, kind of the biggest news, really, is that it, it's kind of been revealed already. But uh, you're going to play as multiple players. You called that, Ginny. I did call that. I did you call that it. because they it was something that they enjoyed in Liberty uh, City Stories. So I'll run through the list. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It involves uh, it, almost every new mechanic. That's bullshit. Um, that's like kind of PR speak. You know, what, who cares about that? Three main characters. Michael. Trevor and Franklin. Trevor. Bang. Trevor. What's wrong with Trevor? Is it, that sounds like some middle-class uh, lawyer or something, Trevor, doesn't he? Nothing wrong Can't with the name Trevor. Can't judge people just on their name, man. No, but wrong with the name Trevor? It doesn't sound very cool, though, does it? Come on, hey, Trevor, yeah. let's go well, do yeah. some you would drugs. say about Stuart? Is that a cool name? I just didn't know. Sounds like about... a mouse. Sounds like no, a talking but, mouse. No, but all right. Grand Theft Auto is synonymous with gangsters and drug dealers. And yeah. Can you imagine going, I'm just going to go and get some crack off Trevor. See, but that's the thing. So you assume that the gangster is yeah. based on his name. The biggest gangsters in the world are on Wall Street, dude. Or, dude. Well, no, that but somebody true. that wants to move the show on, if you're picking on things like Trevor... I'm only saying... It's going to be a long show. Is what saying. I'm saying. Trevor. I'm just saying... Just I imagine, I imagine forget it. Clark forget it. His name's Trevor, okay? 
Correct. Right. Michael. You're going to have to let it go, Stu. I am. Michael is retired, early 40s, a highly successful uh, bank robber, uh, retired uh, in luxury, making a deal with the FBI. He's, a, he's in the witness protection program. He hates his wife, who spends his money and hates him too. Doesn't understand his two teenage kids, uh, Jimmy and Tracy. Uh, and he's forced uh, to get back into the game uh, as his money's about to run out. Trevor is a career criminal, early 40s, drug use. Drug user governed by his desires, prone to violence, violence, outbursts and destructive rampages, a loose cannon former military plot, pilot, uh, used to work uh, on a bank job with Michael back in the day, always up for a heist. Do you know what, do you know what a cool name for him would be? A cool name? Mitt. I reckon he should change his name to Mitt. <laughs> oh, that, is, that, is some, that is a name of uh, someone who likes to rob people. Uh, yeah, exactly. Franklin. He's a repo man, mid-twenties, a young, ambitious hustler, works for an American luxury car dealership, um, sells cars to people that can't afford them, and when they can't pay, he plays repo man. He stumbles into Michael while looking for a hustle. Now, some interesting things about this. Uh, You can switch characters on the fly. Yeah, no, that is cool. And, and how they say you do it is very cool. You can switch it by getting up your phone and uh, going onto kind of like a Google Maps type thing on your phone. And then, boom, snaps but to the different character. But it zooms out. No, apparently it zooms out to a satellite view and then zooms back in wherever they are. Yeah. And so you can. So, and there's some missions that involve all three characters. So depending on who you are, depends on like what's perspective you get of that mission like you might be asked to do one thing whereas the other guy and you might never see it if you because you won't play it again as the other guy that is cool very cool, very cool. The, only, the only thing i'd like to think is because obviously i always had this thing with grand theft auto you know like for instance you see a police chase going on and like you know just some random policeman's chasing someone down the street because that happened quite often you know as you were playing yeah. the game I used to often think, and we've discussed this before, if I wasn't looking at that, would that still be happening in the code in the game? You know, would that still just be happening? And I also think then, when you're not playing as one of these characters, what are they up to? And ah. Yeah. Ah, funny you should say that. Um, I'll get there. I'll get to that. I'll get to that, Stuart. Okay. okay. Right. So, um, yes, you can switch characters on the fly. Uh, where was I? Where was I? Um, yeah, Trevor is in Blaine County, a barren, rundown desert region filled with bikers, meth heads, and other people from the fringes of society. Characters can flick off, flip the bird um, to people, and people react differently depending on the area. If it's a rough area, they'll probably like kind of try and fight out. If it's a posh area, they'll get scared. Um, <clears throat> right. There are some more interesting things. I'm trying to pick out more. Inter- ah, one of the rock star playtesters poured a trail of gasoline leading from a car, dropped a Zippo lighter onto it, and then the flame travelled back to the car and caused the car to explode. Nice. Very cool. Uh, waterfront activities include a muscle beach gym. Whatever. Uh, each character has his own personality, motivation, and more interestingly... Skill set. You see, what I'd like to ask is this, right? You know, like the lighter fuel thing, right? The fuel, yeah. or the fuel to the car and the lighter. If you could set up, like, say, a number of those, you know, like that was like caused a chain reaction, right? Yeah. 
drop the Zippo on the fuel and then zoom out to the other character and then go and do some other stuff for a while and then come back, would everything that should have happened happen or would it put you back in that character at the moment you'd still drop the lighter? Ah, well, I'll get to that. Okay. I'll get to that. Uh, (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Just hold on. I know, I know, I'm excited. Um, Well, I I have to directly answer that. But, um, yeah, so each kind of character has their own skill set. So it's almost like a class thing. You know, you can pick your own class in like a Call of Duty or something. So it'd be interesting what what each character is good at. Um, Right, hang on. Right, okay. Uh, I have to think here. Thinking, thinking. Um, right. Uh, sorry, I'm must computer. While you're thinking, here's some music. Is, can I just ask? Hit it. Saw a pretty girl just the other day. <laughs> is is Tarina touching you up or something while you're reading? It? No, 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 no. What it is, my computer. Just went, <laughs> computer just went absolutely crazy and. Uh-oh. I know He's how not, that feels. <laughs> not complying with me. Uh, yes, each character has a flashed out story. So, blah, 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 blah. Uh, something about the three-leaf clover. No one's interested in that. Um, yes, Rockstar is addressing mission diversity in pairing characters. It showed off a mission involving all three characters the trio needed to perform a snatch and grab to get the FBI off their backs. Trevor berates the security security agent guarding the chopper. Michael urges him to calm down and keeps running his mouth. He only agreed to do the mission in exchange for help um, springing his friend Brad out of jail. Franklin isn't too comfortable with Trevor. So they don't all get along and there's different perspectives on on the uh, on the mission. Uh, they all repel down, blah, 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 blah. Music apparently seems to react to the action, uh, which is nice. Uh, you can hold a hostage by, you know, you, you know, like with one arm and pointing the gun out, so you can interrogate them and use them as, as human shields. Um, da 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 da. Bah, 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 bah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. I can. Let's just do this quick thing and see if you can do this because Woody on the forums has got some questions and then what he needs from the game. So let's see if you can confirm whether these are in the game or not. Go on. So his number one is that the checkpoints will be mid-mission. That'll be a mid-mission, yes. Yeah, that'll be definite, because he did that in the, the yeah. Tales God. from Liberty City anyway. So Learn that lesson, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so that'll be definitely there. Um, the ability oh, to f- six games. The ability to fast travel when I want to fast travel, not find a spot that isn't near some unidentified hideout or a path that I can't even bloody see. No, that won't be in the game. Okay. Improved frame rate. I went back to GTA 4 recently, and after about a half an hour, it felt like someone had been rubbing my eyes with sandpaper frame rate. That'll be better. That'll be better because it's the same engine, but it's four years later. So, but you know, just just looking at the 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 facts there, that'll that'll be better. That'll be better. Okay. Uh, Driving camera tweaks. I'm sure I would have gotten used to it after a couple hours, but the camera just felt like it was too low for GTA 4. I was constantly having to nudge the right stick to see you in front of me. That's true. I said that as well, but it didn't really bother me. But the car handling has been improved. Uh, Rockstar described the car handling in GTA 4 to be more boat-like, and it's going to be more arcade-like in GTA 5. Okay. Bam! And then his final one is improved gunplay. I mean, come on. Yes. You guys are with me on this, right? Compared to something like Infamous, the basic gunplay mechanics just suck, right? Right. Right. Sure. We all agree. Right. And what about the... Never mind that. What about the melee? I mean, melee in GTA 4 was just rubbish. All have been improved. 
all have been improved. Um, yeah, yes, but you the, would say that because you are a rock star fanboy after all. It's true, it's true, it's true. And I've not played it, so it's all just bollocks. <laughs> um, yes, the shooting has evolved a long way in terms of feel and mechanics, say Rockstar. Melee is better. It's never going to be as big a deal as the shooting, but Rockstar, quote, want to make it really fun and strong. Uh, Sam Hauser, Hauser, there you go, and the lead artist Aaron Garbutt were really interested in doing a proper LA, which Rockstar felt that they didn't do in San Andreas. Um, it's the largest open world playground in Rockstar history. It's bigger than Red Dead Redemption, San Andreas, and GTA 4 combined. Wow, that is big. It does look sweet, though, man. The screenshots look awesome, and they're from the PS3 version, apparently, the ones that are in game. That, that scares me a little bit, that. That's, that's, this is going to be... Because I didn't finish San Andreas. Yeah, it's massive. It You're was talking about too, games that take forever. Yeah. Too big. It was too yeah. big. I felt like San Andreas was too big. It this was is very, bigger very... than Red Dead Redemption, which is huge, San Andreas, which is huge, and GTA 4, which isn't small, it's not the biggest game out of them all, but it's still a pretty big area, big enough for a whole game like GTA 4. So but remember, though, because obviously they've already said there's three characters in different areas of the game, so it may sort of constrict where you are no. to a certain... No, 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 no. They will never, ever, they will never, ever do that. Well, your fast travel is moving from character to character in a way, isn't it? Maybe. Well, the, I, I, yeah, you can move to character to character, but it, it depends where they are. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. Suddenly, that's no good. Let's move on. Uh, conver- confirmed vehicles are the BMX, uh, mountain cool. bikes, road bikes, dirt bikes, huge variety of cars, trucks, helicopters, planes, um, ATVs, jet skis, planes, and helicopters. This is, this is a weird kind of fact. Ocean floor. The ocean floor is fully detailed and can be explored. Yeah, well, there's underwater missions, apparently. So that makes you think underwater vehicles as well. Yeah. Um, Truly, it'd be like, um, God, what was the Bond film with the Lotus Elite or Lotus Elite or whatever it was that went to uh, oh, Lotus was Esprit. Lotus Esprit. The white, the white car. It was, yeah, uh, yeah, it went underwater. I think it was the spoiler of me, actually. Ah, there you go. Lotus um, Esprit, wasn't it? Right, so there's going to be like side activities like playing games, kind of like poker in Red Dead Redemption. Each character will have unique hobbies that only they do. Uh, no RPG style, so you can't get fat or thin, that's gone. Uh, no weight loss or gain like you could do with CJ, that's gone. Um, entertainment inside the Grand Theft Auto. So, you know, you know when you, watch, you flick on the TV, obviously the radio is back and other such things. Expect things with apps now. They've, they, they took a bit of um, a dig at Apple. You know, they, their Apple logo is like a fruit bowl with two apples and a banana sticking out, so it looks like a cotton ball. <laughs> like a wang. So, you know, you look at that, you look at that, that isn't on this list, by the way. I, I've got, like, my background on my PC now is, is, is not the DeLorean that you sent me anymore, Duke. Um, oh, yeah. It is, uh, it is um, a very sexy lady holding up uh, what seems to be an iPhone, but when you look at the logo, it's one of that, and that tiny little thing, like the internet cafe being called twat, you know, it's yeah. just, just that lo- nice little rock star touch that you love and you miss, and you, you're always going to chuckle. In the last three games, none of that stuff was in there, obviously, because, like, Red Dead Redemption was pretty serious on the whole. I mean, there were some funny missions going on and funny characters, but yeah. all there was none of that sort of stuff in it. And L.A. Noir, the same, you know, there was none of that stuff in it. And Max Payne, there was none of that stuff in it. There, yeah. there were funny things in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, but there wasn't, like, 
digs at anything, was it? Do you know? Yeah, that, all right. Did you know that John Marston's hat is in L.A. Noir? Yeah, I see. That, that's kind of cool. But do you know what I mean? That, that sort of what Rockstar's really known for, the controversial stuff. In the last three games, there's not really been any of that controversy. Yeah, that's true. But Red Dead Redemption was probably one of the best games I've made recently. Absolutely. Oh. But it was serious. There was, it was totally serious, wasn't Anywho. it? Anywho. Yeah, but look, G- you expect GTA to, be a little, to have this satire. It's, it's what it's about, almost. It's kind of oh, yeah, for sure. sure. It's everything yeah. that's modern. I've already been dying to get back into that stuff, to be honest. Um, romances are out. Thank God for that. Really? No more hot coffee, yeah. huh? House was quoted to say it wouldn't work. And I'm hoping, for God's sake, that you've not got some friends phoning or texting you every two seconds to go do something. Yep. The mobile phone concept is back, but you won't be getting calls all the time. It is mainly used for activities. Good. Ha. Um, familiar faces from GTA 4 and episodes of Liberty City may resurface. Not major roles like Nico. Uh, not anyone from the PS2 era, because those characters exist in their different universe. Uh, GTA 4 takes place in a HD universe, so they don't coexist. So, expect kind of like, maybe people like Bruce, you know, side characters to come back. Oh, that's good though, I like that. Uh, random, encounters, random encounters are going to be back in a big way. Uh, dynamic mission system, similar to Red Dead Redemption. Examples given include help Rocking down to- motorists, figuring out the cause of a pile of dead bodies, being opportunistic and ripping off cash vans, or being a nice guy and catching muggers. You see, I don't mind that too much, but I always felt those random encounter things in Red Dead were a bit shallow, really, a bit hollow. They were they were so That's small. I think they're fleshing them out. Yeah, I would, I would be interested to see if they make them a bit more sort of fleshed out, like you say, because I felt even some of the the weird side missions didn't really feel that like they concluded very well. It was just sort of a bit of a distraction for 10 or 15 minutes. So, yeah. Now, the thing that I said I would answer your question with... Go. Now, once you snap to each character... So, I go from... I, I, all of a sudden, I'm... So, my, for instance, in, right, you go to Trevor. Right. Could he be uh, sat on the toilet having a dump? I, if you let me fucking talk, shit, Just ask him. Uh, just right. asking. If I'm Michael in the game, yeah, and I'm like, right, I'm Michael. Doing being Michael, done some missions. I want, I want to be Trevor. I want to be Trevor. I want to continue Trevor's story for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I snap. I go, I go into Satellite. <laughs> Trevor's over there. Boom. Each character carries on with their daily life within the time of the game. This is what you were talking about, Stu. Yeah. That's a tough wall right there, that is. For example, Trevor has a liking to strip clubs. Maybe you'll snap into him when he's in a strip club. Having a lap dance or whatever. Maybe you'll snap into Frank when he's taking a dump. Cool. So, I mean, to be fair, are these people in comas? Because otherwise it doesn't make sense to be switching between people. Well, no, it's just... Basically, it's like when you go from... No, I was joking. It was a reference to... Yeah, I know. You think about it when in, in movies where you know it cuts from one character to another, and you get to see a story from different perspectives. That's true. It's so I'm, much easier to kind of wrap your head around a story. You, you can. Look it at, is the only the only difference in this. I would say is that they're kind of in a film. It's a it's a mechanic to 
drive the story forward because obviously someone's doing something that you need to know that might affect something another character's doing in the film at the same time or at a different time, isn't it? Or the same in a TV show. And this is different because if they're just sort of randomly walking down the street and it doesn't have anything to do with the story at that current time, it's not. It, it's similar but not the same. Do you know what I mean? But, but like, you, you have some missions where all three of them are present. Yeah, yeah, then it would definitely make a difference for sure. So, so there are moments in the game where... Okay, you're Trevor, but Michael's turned up, and you've got to do a mission with him. But if you was Michael, you'd have to do the mission with Trevor. You see, it just backs up that you know about there being a world in a computer, and we could be that world in. A- Tell you what, though, this is a pretty big step for GTA. This is something that they haven't done ever before. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. This has got me excited. Look, I'll, all the details we got on it so far. I'll so. say this. I'll say this. If this game. It turns out exactly how it's described, or you've just described it. It will be definitely, you know, groundbreaking. It'll be a game changer. I mean, no. it's, it's GTA, so it's going to be great. Let's yeah. face it. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but to be fair, you know, even GTA Four, and I've played GTA Three, and I've played a bit of GTA San Andreas. They're all fairly similar. You know, up to now, yeah. they've all been fairly similar, and this would change it up. GTA was a big step. It was. was a massive step from. But that was more graphically, you know, more or less all the other stuff was the same, like the combat, the driving, the mission structure, <laughs> the story, all that stuff was very similar. This is definitely changing the way you would view an open world game, you know, a sandbox type game, for sure. So, exciting stuff for GTA. It sounds good. Not so exciting stuff for some US Navy SEALs that got punished after helping produce a war video game. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Seven members of the elite US Navy SEAL team, including one who participated in a raid to kill Al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden, has been uh, reprimanded for disclosing classified material while helping produce a video game. But why? Why would these people disclose stuff? I mean, what motivation did they have? Maybe, maybe money was involved, Stuart. Oh, oh dear. It's a shame because, yeah, I mean, if you went in jail, right, people would say, well, at least you, you did it for a good game. No. <laughs> yeah. I only did it for Medal of Honor Warfighter. You better turn around because I'm going to fuck you up right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Not so good. But if you're involved with the people that killed Osama bin Laden, you probably shouldn't be t- talking to details about it about a no, vi- on a video really game. Crazy. Anyway. Um, what people will do for money. Crazy. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what. Everyone has a price, Stu. They do, obviously. Everyone has a price. Uh, you better talk about this one, Stu, because it's a Fuse game. I don't know a lot about it. so Actually, actually let's, let's ignore that. For the time being. So the game called Fuse is coming out. It's tough shit. Yeah, shape. no, it's, it's by um, the guys who made... Uh, right? Yes, Resistance. Yes, sorry. It's made, yeah. yeah, this is by the same team who made Resistance. And there's not, to, to be fair, there isn't a whole lot of details at the moment. But there is something I do want to talk about that you're really not going to be interested in uh, too much, which is the Elite Dangerous Kickstarter. Yes, uh, I, don't, I don't care about that at all. So I will talk a little bit about this, Okay. Uh, so David Brabham, you know, who, uh, who's Frontier Development um, frontman. He's got, 
it's a pledged goal of 1.2 million, million. And at the moment it's just under half a million. He's doing pretty well, I've got to He's got say. 54 days to go. 54 days to go. Uh, but basically, this is an updated. This has been, I mean, to be fair, this has been around a long time. Is, is, is it Greg that loves this as well, Elite? I don't think Greg ever loved this, no, but Richard does. Richard Primrose. Primrose does. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, maybe. I'll, I don't know. I get all you white people mixed up. Yeah, but David Brabham, the, the last thing he was supposedly working on was The Outsider uh, as a main game. But they, they did the first connect, the Connectimals game, didn't they? They developed that, I believe. I don't know. Yeah, so that, that's, that's what I know, uh, from what I know. And they did Lost Winds, which I wasn't aware of. I played that, and it's good on the iPad. Uh, that's really cool. Lost Winds, that's a really cool little game. Never knew they did that. How weird is that? Uh, but yeah, Connectimals they did, um, and they've been working on... But they've been wanting to do an Elite update. He's been talking about this for years and years and years. And then they did they did The Outsider, which was meant to be this open world where stuff happened dynamically, and then everybody's done that since, and it never, ever released. And it looked really cool, The Outsider, but never came out. Uh, but anyway, he's basically started with a Kickstarter for Elite Dangerous, and it looks great. So it's going to be a huge... Dangerous. A huge open-world universe uh, where you open can sort universe. of... Yeah, I mean, in the original <laughs> game, just to put it into perspective... You... Open-world universe. Yeah, yeah, but like sort of space. In the original game, it, <laughs> just listen, listen. The original oh, game, Josh, the original game took 22K of memory, 22 kilobytes Jeez. of memory. That's all it took out of the 32 kilobytes that were available on the BBC Micro Model B. Okay. 8K it was needed for the screen and 2K for the system. This is less than a single typical email today. In it were eight galaxies, each with 256 star systems. Each planet in those systems had its own legal system, own economy, and so on. Uh, Clearly, some magic had to happen to fit it into 22K, and that magic was procedural generation. So that's what what the original game had. Okay. Uh, Then he did another game called Frontier, which was a follow-on in 1993 on 16-bit. Uh, and he made the, a model of the whole of the Milky Way with all 100 billion star systems within it. <laughs> yeah, right. 100 billion star systems and many more planets and moons, each of which he could visit. It's something he was really proud of. Uh, but obviously, dangerous. Imagine what is now possible, squeezing the last drop of performance from modern computers in the way Elite and Frontier did in their days. It's not just a question of raw performance, though. Of course, these elements will make it look gorgeous, but we can push the way the networking goes too. So something few people would have access to the days of Frontier. So it's obviously it's going to be a massively multiplayer online, from what I can gather. But then I sort of think, though, have we, have we not already really got that with EVE Online and stuff like yep. that? You know what yep. I mean? Someone's already done it. I think someone's already done it. But anyway, it looks cool. I've got to say, the concept art looks really cool. Uh, but what's even cooler, right, okay, is that what you get for pledging different types of money, okay, which is always funny when you read uh, read what you get. Uh, but to get the sort of game, if you wanted to get the game, you, you have to pledge £20 or more. So if you pledge between 20 and £30, you get a digital copy of the game plus all the rewards above, uh, which is reserve your commander name in the game, first come, first serve, so you can choose your gamer tag in the game. Uh, receive a digital newsletter and progress updates plus a reward above, which is be an elite supporter and get a digital code when the game is released to apply a transferable decal to your ship unique to you. 
So that's those are things you get for doing twenty pounds. But what's really cool if you oh, back- I've just read the top one. Yeah, if you pledge five thousand pounds or more, okay, but it's sold out, there's five people already done this, right? You got to have dinner with David Bramham. Brabham, sorry, the key team members in Cambridge and have a central star system named after you, plus all of the rewards above. So you got to have dinner with himself and the team and, and got to have a star system in the game named after you. How cool is that? That's pretty no. cool, but it's also pretty ridiculous that people would well, pay $5,000 to have a virtual star named after them. Yeah, but they have dinner with the developer as well. Where they yeah, ignore but... you, spit on you, God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what? You can have an actual star named after you for only fifty four dollars. There you go. You cost... also, somebody wow. bought, bought the sun. Oh my god. Oh yeah, somebody else the somebody did yes, I believe you mean someone has bought Bob Thompson. <laughs> Let's go to Earth. Where's Earth? In Bob Thompson system. Oh yeah, I know about Bob Thompson system. Loki. Oh, uh, what planet are you from? I'm from Planet Chinny. Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> look, look, in look, within the Kickstarter you had to pay uh, three thousand pounds just to have a, a star system name. Blame. Three thousand pounds. But five thousand gets you have if dinner. You're naming virtu- if you're paying thousands of dollars to have a virtual star named after you, now, I'm sorry. That's the only, the only thing I ask you. Now if, if there were a now, virtual listen, mountain right. in the next uh, Elder Scrolls game. Hell yeah! <laughs> if I paid, if I paid five thousand pounds, right, to have dinner with himself and his key team members, right, and have a, a star set, I'd want to have it with him on my own. But I'll bet these five people will go as a group. Yeah, and you put something in the wine when you. Yeah, exactly. I'd be going, oh, oh, oh! I paid five grand. I want dinner with you. But you have to have five separate dinners, mate, not just one for everyone. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually casting aspersions. He might be doing that. You know, I'm only saying one. Put casting aspersions. Yeah, I should do. But yes, I, I'm. I am going to pledge to this because I want to see this game made. So I'm going to do it. Fair enough. You pledge to a Kickstarter about a video game that hasn't even been made yet. I know. Oh, wait, I did that with the new uh, 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 Obsidian one. Yeah. So you. Oh, yeah. That looks awesome, dude. You see that screenshot? I did. Sweet. Oh, very nice, uh, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pledge you twenty pounds, I think, and and get a code of the game and. Does that get you a dinner with him? No. he's very nice. He'll call you for thirty seconds while he's eating a Big Mac. <laughs> He'll just call you up and go. Uh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> unfortunately, no. Uh, but but I have to say, unfortunately, that is the end of the news for this week. That's all we can fit in. Fucking hell! I know. We, you know, if we want to know about the bit. Where Silicon Knights are going to recall all their games because they suck that. and they lost the the thing with the battle and stuff. You don't want to know about how Connect is going to be watching you anymore. Yeah, you don't want to know about State of Decay stealth uh, clip, even though it's just a fucking one minute twenty clip of someone sneaking around zombies. You're right. Uh, <laughs> no, what? Speaking of zombies, Black no. Ops Two is coming out. Actually, we should just mention this Connect thing because we can mention that quickly. But but here's the thing, right? Connect. This is, I, I find this completely unbelievable. I love Chinny's news. Sorry, yeah, we should have mentioned that, but we are running so long on time. We talked a lot about what yeah, we Yeah, we talked did. a lot about Peter Molyneux. And we did, yeah, sorry. Show <laughs> uh, the Stewart Show. Whatever. We really didn't talk that much about it. I just like giving you a hard no, time. I uh, yeah, Microsoft. I mean, more than we should have, don't get me wrong. Just listen to this, though. Microsoft have imagined and patented the same thing. The painting is titled Content Distribution Regulation by Viewing User. Basically, this means if you're watching something dodgy or someone hasn't got the license to watch it, fuck off. 
Well, it's partly that, but also, no, from what I can gather, it's if, for instance, right, say you have your house is registered having four people in it. Yes. Right? But six people are watching a film on your... Hang on, those two haven't got the license to watch Correct, because they're saying they don't live in this house, so they should buy the film themselves at their house. And and they said they've got the potential technology to turn it off, so you can't... Oh, for God's sake. But, right, no offence, right, but just a, just a suggestion. Just a suggestion, right? Unless I'm very much mistaken, the Kinect connects to your 360 by a wire, right, which can easily be removed... How can you move that wire? <laughs> Pull the freaking wire out. Unless you're going to go, you have to have your connect on all the time when you watch a film. I don't think. I mean, they just have to patent it, don't they? They don't. Doesn't mean they're going to make it happen. Um, it's just, it's just them kind of covering their tracks a little bit. But uh, or, or you have to hide behind the sofa and just pop your head up every now and again and hope it doesn't notice you. Yeah, or just say that you have six people in your house. Yeah, there bang, you. bang, done. I like the, the there's a diagram on the news story that says this picture was taken using Kinect. No, it wasn't really. <laughs> it's kind Zing. Of, Zing. Of right, let's move on. So yeah, let's move on to some email. These news and stuff that gets taken out of box two. Whoa, that ruled. Okay, first up, it's from John Wilson. This was received just after the show last week, so unfortunately, he didn't make it into last week's show. Didn't make it in. Uh, but here we go, and it's entitled Poo Hard 4. Jason Gollard will heart this title. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Duke. So he's catching, he's rubbing off on everyone. Here we go. He says this. He says, welcome, yo, to my email gamers. Stu, Duke, Chinny are the fellas that you will read you. Every single word that I wrote this week. No news, no reviews, just a pooey stick. Yay. <laughs> Take that, Gangu Crimes. Yeah, um, yeah was he? Or put Gangu Crimes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I give you the rights to the above lyrics. I have a feeling it could be a huge hit. Beatles big. <laughs> you know, it may well be. Uh... Heard you talking about Easter eggs in games on the last show. I wanted to see if you guys had seen these ones. Saints Row oh, 2. Oh, the Easter egg. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Saints Row 2 has a cool one. I've never played the game Boogie Bunnies, but there's an Easter egg for it where you fly a plane far out to a very small island on the outskirts of the city. There is a small wooden arrow on the island which points to yet another island, which then points to yet another island and another one until you reach the final small island where four arrows all point behind you back the way you came. As you turn around, a giant pink buddy rises out of the water. You can't really do much with it, but you fly into it. It does stink and disappear. Random, but very cool. Halo 3 had a really creepy one. After a load of difficult jumps on the first level, you came across a family of three small yeah, monkey three statues. Monkeys, yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was a bit those, weird. Yeah. Wasn't that related to somebody's family who developed the game or something weird? It was the faces that had been digitised or something. There was something weird about it, I remember. Uh, uh, there's a lost hatch in the Wolverine game for Xbox 360 as well. Yes, there is. Yeah, I saw it. You get an achievement for it. Cool. Really good for a movie tie-in, by the way. The achievement is called Found. Bang. Oh. Uh, Email over and out. Peace and biscuits, bitches. Uh, good, good kind of. Uh, what we're talking about Easter eggs. Good Easter egg in Borderlands Two that I randomly come across and didn't realise until like the last minute. Is you fight these four guys. One's called Lee. One's called um, Ralph. One's called uh, Mike. Uh, and one's called Don. 
And I think, oh, that's weird. And then um, you, the last guy that you unlock, if you do a series of combinations on this thing, is called Flinter. And the way you get them out is by pizza. And they're in a sewer. Oh, nice. It's, it's an homage to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wopan Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. But to be fair, to be fair, I think there's a lo- I mean, there's loads of Easter eggs in Borderlands too. I, yeah, there's, there's a Minecraft area apparently, which I haven't come across yet. But and there's one for Dark Souls apparently as well somewhere, where there's yeah. a bonfire with a ghostly dude sat next to it in in armor. Cool. So that's kind of cool. And we'll there's also because you know I play good games. You know? Yeah, true. Whatever. Uh, I like all the I like all the ones with the uh, the thingy VR. Is it VR codes or whatever they're called? Not VR. Um, QR. 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 Virtual, not virtual reality codes, but QR codes. Uh, but they're all over the bloody place. And uh, we, when we were playing it, uh, I think it was IP kept having to hold his phone up to the screen to see what it was. Uh, I, uh, I haven't seen one of them yet. Yeah, there's loads. Of, I've, we found about two or three of those around about. So looking there. Yeah, there's quite well, a few. IP came into my game and uh, dropped three weapons that were all level 50 required, and then fucked off. <laughs> Do you know, I remember that from the first one. He was like, what are you giving me this for? I can't use it for about another 40 levels. What's the matter yeah. with you, idiot? No, but I, I, I mean, cause there's, there's, I'm playing with two other people. No, no, that wasn't idiot aimed at IP, by the way. That was just in a general throwaway throw comment. Yeah, and uh, I, I said, you know, I said to the two guys I'm playing with, I was like, I've got um, a ridiculously leveled snipe and a ridiculous leveled assault rifle and a ridiculous ro- uh, rocket launcher. Claim one. And then we get one each, and then they went, and then I dished them out. But we can't use them until level 50, so... No, so you'll be <laughs> waiting a while. I reckon my mate Ben will probably sell his, because, you know, he wants the cash. <gasps> See, everyone's got a price. Everyone's got a price. Everyone's got a price. Uh, so thank you for that, John Mouse. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, next one up. This is a very short one. Okay. This is from Sean Anderson. Uh, and it's very short. And all he says is, hey, just bumped into this video. I'm a huge fan of ancient Greek art, and this looks so cool, right? Uh, and it's for it's like a 2D, 2D platformer game, isn't it? Yeah, it's called, it's something like, is it a Pantheon or something of that nature? Isn't I don't know, but it's, it's kind of like a 2D um, uh, platformy uh, game where it's got a weird art style, but it's mainly kind of a Greek. It uh, looks like art Greek. Work. It looks like a Greek painting come yeah. to life, is what it looks. Yeah, right, I got yeah. it right here. It's called Did the Pothian. The... Sorry, Pothian. Right, let me play it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Very subtle, you see. It, it look, you know, it, it actually does look really cool, and it's it's going to release on Steam, so Duke will probably be playing this. There you go. Oh yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, Oh, by the way, hell yeah, that's a good game. <laughs> so anyway, it does look cool, and it just, like I say, it looks like a Greek painting come to life, so I like the look of this. It, does. It, it, it could be cool. So thank you very much for that. We always like links to new games. We all like new games. Well, like new games, don't we? Okay, here we go. I need to take a deep breath. Actually, it's not as big. It's not that big. Uh, but this is from... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is from Jason... <laughs> Spay and neuter your pets, not yourself. I thought this was spam when this came in. I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> so here we go. It's another Jason funny story. Here we go. He says, I woke up late this morning and only had 15 minutes to get out of the door. 
So I brush my teeth and begrudgingly let my morning pee go in the shower just to save time. Oh, that's disgusting, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah, it's peeing in the shower, for God's sake. Hey, I was desperate. If you're late at my job, there are serious repercussions. So I soap up and rinse fast as possible, grab the towel and start drying off rapidly. As I got to my lower regions, a string that was hanging from the towel in a new shape proceeded to tighten around and to slingshot my balls twice before I could put a stop to it. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Look, there's, look, there's a... Mission! Look, there's a lesson to be learned already in this story, and that is buy some new towels that aren't tatty. Might be a good idea. Anyway, before I could put a stop to it, the pain was intense. Way worse than my ceiling fan incident, which we all remember where he, uh, that was that was, oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, throw out your old towels, which I've just mentioned, and while you're shopping for new ones, pick up some butterfly jeans. Zippers haunt me to this day. Just sharing the love and knowledge. Knowledge is power. Oh, God, I always remember there's something about Murray where he does the thing with the zipper. Oh, makes me cringe every time. That. I've done that, by the way. I've, I've, what, I've, zip your balls into your zipper? Yeah, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I can't imagine the tears that must have brought to your eyes. I was young as well, and I, was, oh I, I, I ran downstairs crying, uh, and I, the only thing I remember was Inspector Gadget was on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and your balls are poking out your zipper. My, my balls are killing me. I remember oh that. Ow, oh, my balls! Oh, go, Gadget, zip, fuck, Duke, if you've never seen that scene from Something About Mary... It, it's I've a, seen the movie, I just don't... I didn't like it, and I've done everything I can to block it out of my brain. Oh, there you go. But that is very funny. Anyway. Uh, Microsoft bought Sony to compete for veteran steamers. Micro Sony, I can't wait. No, they, what, what is this? Is this some new story I've completely missed? I, I think we'd have known him. Microsoft had bought Sony. But I'm guessing he's making it up. Anyway. I think... I think... He's making it up. I think he's making it up. I'd play Steam more if I had a big picture with a controller. Uh, hello? I love their business model. I just can't play with WASD on my Mac. I lack the skills. Well, they have got big picture mode. I don't know whether he's referring to that as a sort of... But they have got that, and you can use a controller with most games in Steam nowadays. So, uh-huh. Anyway, Duke, my last apology here. I just want you to understand how sincere I am. Poo isn't funny. It comes out your bum and it stings. Though it's sometimes like a box of Cracker Jacks, I do see the light. By the way, Stu, I had an epiphany. I shared last week and you neutered it. Best part of that stupid email. You are the string of my old towel. New to the poo, not the epiphanies. I have no idea what he's referring to, but I'll just take his word for it. And uh, yeah, if I neutered your email, I do apologise. Anyway, moving on. So thank you, Jason, as always. We appreciate all the emails you sent. They are very, they keep us entertained anyway. That was an amusing email. Yes. Now we'll be upset that we're laughing at his ball injury thing. I'm but... not laughing at it. That sounds like a very painful injury. I don't <laughs> want to, you know, make fun of it. Like, you know, it's. <laughs> anyway, this is from, uh, yeah, Richard Primrose, also known as School Law. <laughs> anyway. I think I've got a thing about altering people's names now. Anyway, he says dashboard update. Stu! Slash dot dash dot slash dot dash dot slash dot dash dot slash dot com. Oh, sorry. Stu! What the hell are you talking about? Fat Boy Slim, mate. Yeah, it is. It's true. Stu! 
There's been a massively useful addition to the dashboard with this update, pins. All your apps, games, now have the ability to be pinned. The pressing X on whatever app or game, uh, once selected, it is dumped into my pins on my homepage. Right, so I thought, oh, that's cool. I like that. So I went and I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll pin the sort of new indie games in my... No, that doesn't work. You can only pin games and apps. You can't pin anything else. So it is. You can't pin like, good games. Like, like, no. I, no, you can pin. Sorry, you, you can pin good games. You can't pin bad games. No, no, no. I didn't want to pin indie games. I just wanted to pin the, you know, the indie game menu. Oh, right now you got to pin. Yeah, you got to pin individual games. Like I yeah, pinned yeah. Mark of the Ninja, Walking Dead, for example. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. That's kind of cool. You can have arcade games because we're getting to the point where we do have enough of those that it becomes a little more cumbersome. Yep. Search yeah, search and stuff. Yeah, I, I guess back up in section eight. Oh God! I anyway. deleted. So I deleted section eight. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I I deleted section eight prejudice, Duke. Well done. Um, Heck, why would you do that? Because oh yeah, I played Halo Four. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, well, you played uh, that. Well, I forgot to mention the biggest it, release yeah. of the week. Yeah, I just it, forgot yeah, to I mention. Played Halo Four. Um, no, how, see, you've got to talk about it now. You told us you played it. Well, I've only played the multiplayer. Goof, boy. Why have you only played the multiplayer? You're because, as bad as because because you don't you, you jump so quickly to, to to your argument. You don't hear people out. I have to play with somebody in particular. Yeah, but there's co-op. Marsh. Yeah, I know. I have to play it with Marsh. I have to play Halo with Marsh. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. At the moment, me and Marsh, when we get some free time, we're either going to... We're playing Borderlands 2, right? Which, like... Because me and Marsh don't get to play games very often, so we wanna, we're want to. we getting into Borderlands now. We're into it. Um, and he didn't have Halo 4 straight away. He's only just bought it. And then when we're not playing that, we're going to be playing Resident Evil 6. So, we're just behind, that's all. Okay, okay, just just hold that for anyway, because we have an email about Halo 4. So you can I have played the multiplayer, though, and the multiplayer is fantastic. Well, it's brilliant. you can chip in when we're going through the email and see if you agree or disagree. Okay. okay. Uh, whilst I agree that the dashboard is too busy, this edition has gone a long way to make it far less complex, if you want it to be. So stop ranting and check it out. Rich sent from my iPhone, so uh, whatever. Yeah. The reason why I deleted um, Section 8 Prejudice was just to make room for the second disc on Halo. So. Yeah, fair enough. Bam. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is about Halo. It's the next email, so here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, this is from Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink. Yeah, we like Mr. Pink. He's a nice... Why man. do I have to be pink? Yeah, there you go. Pink E. Uh, he says this anyway. He says, A fan, but not a fanatic. Or am I? Boo. Yeah. I was a little more excited than usual to listen to last week's show because I had submitted a confession about not listening to the most recent episode. I, I thought you guys were going to serve up some entertaining ideas for me to perform as Redemption. Well, look, seeing as you've said that, I guess we're going to have to do it now. I mean, we let you off. You got away with it. We forgot about the whole Redemption thing. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. So but Now you bring it up. Now you bring it up. I, you know, I think, uh, what, what can we make him do? Uh, we can make him play Peter Molyneux's Curiosity and get to the middle. No, that, that, but that, he, he hasn't got 500 years to do that. <laughs> we need How to, do you know? Well, true. We need him to do something he can actually do. Uh, I had thought... Why am I Mr. Pink? Because you're a faggot, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we pick our own colors? No way, no way. Try it once, it doesn't work. 
You get four guys all fighting over who's going to be Mr. Black. <laughs> there you go. Classic. Um, he could listen to one of our shows backwards. That'd be kind of funny. Um, yeah. You could just try and listen to one of our shows. That's enough redemption right there. Yeah, yeah no, that's much. Or, or I, I know, I know. He could look on iTunes and see if he can find a show that Peter Molyneux may have done at some point, a podcast that he was either on or a Peter Molyneux interview, and he has to listen to as many of those as possible. He can go back, right? He can go back and find a funny moment from this year. There you go. There you go. Well, from our show. From our show. Go back to one of our shows this year. Uh, By the way, I want everyone to do this. So, but, like, go, go <laughs> well, that's not, that's not like, you know, that's not like... Have you listened to our yeah, show? That's punishment, all right, don't oh, worry. Yeah, true. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. No, no, I know. know. Awesome song from no. South... I know what we can do, right? And actually, you can really do this, Duke. I want you to do this if you get the time, okay? I mean, it's not a big deal. What I'd like you to do is... String all of your sound bites together in one sound file that maybe will last about yeah. 15 minutes or so. Yeah. And then we'll email it to him and he has to listen to that. What do you think? Yeah, awesome. Let's do that. So, Duke, you've got to put put together a sound file with all of your sound bites in one go. No, just tell him to go and listen to them all in order. Yeah. Or fast forward through the talky bits and just listen to the sound bites. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Anyway, let's carry on. We'll never get through this. Anyway. Uh, we got to get through this. Uh, since no ideas were offered, I thought I could sub- submit my own. A quick review for the listeners of a game that everyone has heard of, Halo 4. It's only fitting since my reason for missing the show was because I had to finish an audiobook from the Haloverse called Primordial before the game released. I consider myself to be a Halo fan through and through. I've read all of the books and I would say I know my lore. Yes. I take myself seriously and my review, to be honest and true. I would love to hear Chinny's thoughts, lol, just the ones about the game and see how the game fared in his opinion. Not that I don't want to hear Stu and Duke's opinions. I hold all three of you in my high regards when it comes to your opinions pertaining to anything video game related. Let's get down to the nitty gritty, shall we? Here we go, Chinny. So, you know, you can give your views as he's given his views. Uh, the multiplayer, but... Well, no, but he, to be fair, he doesn't talk a lot about that. But anyway, let's see. Halo 4 is the best graphics ever seen on a 360, hands down. Would you? Not true. Oh, what would you say supersedes it then? Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, good graphics, but I, I, I replayed one of the old maps. That was a Halo 3, and I wasn't impressed. But... I haven't played the single-player game, so maybe that's not a fair comment. Maybe the single-player is a lot more stunning. Because well, we'll, I have heard that the single-player is very good-looking. Well, let's wait game. and see. So we'll hold that thought for now, right. then you can tell us next week. Anyway, it's usually people's first judge the water, how it reacts in the game, but for some strange reason, I found myself awe-inspired by the rocks. He sounds like me. <laughs> Look at the rocks. Uh, laugh you may, but the colour palette, gloss, lighting, and even the rocks are candy for the eyes. Uh, The sound is spot on too. Even the crappiest gun in the game, the assault rifle, sounds and feels like a tool ready for mowing down grunts and the new crawlers. Would you agree? Sound, Ginny, what do you think? Sound is very good, actually, yeah. They've they've redone all the the guns, and yeah, I'm impressed. I'm really impressed by it. Because I'm a bit sceptical because, you know, the sound is a big selling point of, uh, of 
Halo, and it's, they're, they're very recognisable. But no, they've, they've done a great job. Excellent, so you agree with me on that point. Okay, which I should note are the whole lot tougher than you may think, uh, referring to Grunts and New Crawlers. Uh, there are some things that one might find disappointing. While playing the four-player co-op campaign, I found it annoying when the three players wouldn't transport to the position of the player in the lead. Do you guys know why that happens? My guess is that it's background loading related. Uh, uh, no, but it does happen in every Halo before it, so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't other, know why. other possible complaints could be the deep. It could be a deep storyline, maybe a little too deep, uh, and the NPC voicing was off at times. Um, yeah, Feng Chui's played and finished this, by the way. He said it took him six hours. It took about six hours to get through the the main campaign. And he's not playing it on legendary. No, no, he definitely isn't. No, he he wouldn't do that. I don't think that's his bag. I don't think he'd be that bothered. Uh, we need to give 343 Industries a round of applause. There was a lot to live up to, and they managed to deliver a game that stays true to its lineage, uh, which sprinkles of new stuff and finishes off with a taste that will keep you coming back for more. Kind of like a donut. Mmm, donuts. Mm. Um, <laughs> with a start and ending that won't soon be forgotten, and episodic content in the form of Spartan Ops, this game will be hard to beat. The Master Chief is once a chief again. Hopefully, this is good enough to make amends for the three of you. Keep up the good work, guys. And like I always tell my wife, my wife, uh, we are never too old to play. Yeah, That's not right. Hey, amen to that, brother. Yeah. Uh, Canadian veteran gamers fan as well. Michael Swales, gamertag, pink E. P.S. Sorry about the difference in spacing in my email. I just hooked my computer up to a 60-inch, and I'm finding it a little hard to navigate. That's a rather a large TV to have your computer. First world problem. I know. <laughs> How can I cope with my 60-inch TV? Oh, no. I can't sync up my Mac with my iPhone and my iPad. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. I'm, I want to make it clear. I'm, making, I'm not making fun of you, dude. Pinky, I am. And you know why I am? Because you're Canadian. And you're so nice, you won't even do anything about it. Uh, there you go, a bit more. Thank bit, you, PK, for writing it. Yeah, well, you know, we've had some piss taking now as well, so we'll add that to sort of the redemption thing. Because we love you. Uh, anyway, and then he, he sent me an, an additional email following that called One More Thing Halo Related. He said, Halo. It's PK again. Hello. <laughs> uh, sorry to be a pester this week. Did any of you get a chance to watch the web series Forward Unto Dawn? Nope. It was a five-part series in 15 minutes each that leads up to the release of Halo 4. It helped introduce the Lasky character in the new game and gave us fans a taste of what a Halo movie could be like. Uh, do you guys care? And if you saw it, what did you think? I'm at work and supposed to be working. Gotta go. <laughs> so they... Saw the first one for like 10 minutes, got bored. Yeah, do you know, and, and when he says it, it's like a movie, no. No, we saw what a movie of Halo could have been. Oh, yeah. We saw what that was like, and that was amazing. It was amazing, and if you, maybe he doesn't know what we're referring to, has never seen it, which uh, I think it's still... A, it was the videos leading up to Halo 3, where they try and track... It was basically a short series of three videos, where they track... Um, at the beginning of Halo 3, Master Chief crashes onto Earth, um, and it's about the team of... Uh, soldiers that used a laser-guided sight to track where Master Chief was going to land, which yeah. is just very simple plot, uh, simple idea, uh, but very cool cinematic, amazing. It was but it was cool. done by is it was he called uh, is it Stephen Blomfeld, um, Neil Blomkamp, Neil Blom? That's it. I was nearly right. I knew it was something like that. Blom- Section eight, dude. Yeah. He- or, uh, no, no, no. District nine. <laughs> yeah. 
he did, <laughs> didn't he? And and he was he was meant to be made. It was like a bit of a showcase for what he you know what he was going to do as he a wanted movie. to. Yeah, he wanted to do it as a film, but um, uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't go for it. No, they wouldn't. And it looked great. It was proper gritty, and it was gory, and it was. No, it, was like, it was District Nine, you know. Like, yeah. It was great. It was District Nine, and it was, it was fantastic. So if you haven't seen it, go and watch it now, and then you can see what a Halo movie should have really been looking like. Yeah, it's like Halo Three short movie or something. Google that. Or Neil, whatever is it, Neil Blomkamp. Blomkamp, B L O M K M P. Yeah, just do that and Halo on YouTube, and you'll find them. Yeah, and it's the best Halo. That is so much better than, than what they... But the, what I saw, I mean, they might get better, but it just looked cheap to me. And like some of the production looked really nice, you know, locations, um, some of the costumes, but some of the costumes look plastic, some of the UI looked crap, some of the special effects looked crap. Um, I wasn't too impressed. But um, I, I don't feel like I'll give it a fair shake, so maybe I need to watch it again. No, no, it did, it did look cool. It did look cool. I haven't seen any of these forward unto dawn, and and, and I think like maybe maybe I should. Don't know. Maybe you should. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I don't know. Yeah, give him a go because you'll probably go. It's all right. I probably will. I probably will. But then I always remember those short films in the past, and they always made me think that's how cool it could be. Anyway, uh, that is all the emails for this week. So as always, thanks very much to everybody who emailed in. It's cool. We're liking the emails. Like yeah, it. thank you. Thank you all. Um, and, but, you know, we're running so short of time. I think all we can really do next is shout-outs. You know, I have got, and I, and I keep meaning to, I know, I keep meaning to do these. I have got some egg-timer topics. That's it's time for a Colbert Report shout-out. Hey! But we haven't got time for them. We've got time. Next week, the live show. Yeah. There you we go. should do the egg timer topics kind of first. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, like after. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it first. Let's do it, yeah. let's do it first. Okay. And we'll, get, and we'll do get, it live. Do it live. We will. I'll write it and we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Um, sucks. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, by the way, you know, talking about Chini was talking about things he keeps saying from the show. I keep saying, don't make me break my foot off in your ass. All the time. Don't know oh, why. Yeah, huh? yeah. And just keep saying it. And just, you know, it keeps coming out. Don't know why. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, so anyway, let's... Is today's hectic lifestyle making you tense and impatient? Shut up and get to the point! Yeah, let's, let's do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So, over to you, Juke. Uh, I will thank once again the people who came to the poker play date, Fushimuska, uh, Step J, Fumu, and Z4XX, and uh, Antonio. I thought he said it was going to be planned, but he never showed up. And yeah, everybody who's listening, thank you for listening. And that's it. There you go. Uh, well, do you know what? Do you know what? I'm going to shout out Peter Molyneux this week. Because even though he's yet again made a very flawed game uh, that is probably doomed more to failure than any other game he's ever made, to be fair, right? I, I still admire his, you know, persistence. He keeps uh, persisting. That guy with the boogers on the piece of paper, man, he's very persistent he with the boogers. He just keeps trying to do it. He keeps on... I mean, paper, 
boogers are very easy. He puts a lot of devotion and work into those paper boogers. He continues to put boogers on the He does. He doesn't care what anybody says about his paper boogers. He said, right, at the Eurogamer, you know, developers conference, he said there, right, that this game... And I don't, I can't, I can't believe he was referring to the cube. I think he was referring to his supposedly final game he was going to make after he'd done all these experiments, right? Was going to be, and I quote, the best game that's ever been made because no now, one's yet done that, right? That's what he was basically saying and alluding to. Well, if this is the beginning of that, it's not looking great. It's not, it's not, I'm sorry, but it isn't. So. There you go. I'll shout you out just for your pure persistence and driving that you keep on going forwards even though you keep on falling backwards at the same time. There you go. Uh, and I'll, I'll uh, move it over to, to Duke. There you go. I already did my shout outs. And I'll, uh, in that case, I'll move it over to, uh, to Ginny. <laughs> um, I'll shout out I Pete just because he's a nice guy. He is. He's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. Lovely guy. Um, don't believe what Stu says about you. He hates you, Pete. Um, <laughs> I love IP. You leave him alone. He's very nice, and uh, he's just very nice. Very nice guy. So although, although, this is true, right? When we met him at Eurogamer, yeah, I was like chatting to him, and then he saw you there, and then you just disappeared. I don't know why. Just happened to me. Yeah, no, no. After, you know, when you came along, he just sort of went. You know, he made some excuses that he didn't have time or whatever, and then he went. No, we yeah. didn't. Just saying. Hello, I'm just saying. That didn't happen. It, look, I've, I've, I can only tell you what happened. No. Uh, so I'll shout out IP. I'll shout out uh, the world. Thanks a lot. Cheers. There thanks for being there. There you go. Thanks uh, for being a world. And of course, yeah. of course, thanks to everybody. Consistently, though, Duke. No. You know what I mean? It doesn't care what anybody says about it. Still, yeah. still the world, you know? It is. It is. It is. Uh, I appreciate and- that. And thank you to all of the people who contribute to the show, sending us in stories and sending us emails and, you know, you know, doing stuff on the Twitter and doing stuff on the Facebook and all those kinds of cool stuff. So, yeah, keep Plus, up. We should share it. It's Remembrance Day as we're recording. It is, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, share it to all the uh, fallen soldiers and current soldiers fighting it is. for us, for, for our country. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. And, and by the way... By the way, I'm assuming you don't have Poppy Day in America, is that? Is that no, we do not. We have Veterans Day. Yeah, because because Jason was a little bit worried uh, about the new logo on the side because he wasn't assured, he wasn't aware of what it meant. So he said, "Stu, I left you a comment on your article. I hope that app doesn't affect your holiday shopping." Also, the symbol above is frightening. Where is this going? So obviously he hasn't. He doesn't know what a Poppy <laughs> what Poppy Day is. So there you go. Explanation for that, I suppose. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing where we, well, we don't say it's not a celebration. I guess it's a remembrance of all the people who died yeah. in wars. That's right. Well, in the in the Great War, it's meant to be the Great War, but it's more yeah. kind of like across. Because it was the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of the eleventh month, right? Bang. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know my histories. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't doing history. We ain't do- trying to play some Gangnam Style. Open Gangnam Style. And and that. I don't think any anybody's ever gone from bigging up the fantastic heroes of the Great War to Gangnam Style. That's what you get in the Veteran Gamers podcast. All that stuff in the space of thirty seconds. We ain't doing geometry. We try to play some games. Offended by that? Then you should be. You should be. It's true. Right. Anyway, on that. On that note, before we cause any more damage, we have to go. Yes. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody.
Jammerful. Jammerful. Bad memories. Bad memories. So, um, you know, you know, I talked a little, quite a bit about curiosity earlier on. Yeah, right. uh, I seem to recall it. Well, right. There's something I didn't tell you while I was talking. Oh yeah, about what's it. that? Something really freaky happened. Uh oh. Because you know, doing all my mathematics. Oh, no, no listen, no. This is really. Yeah, wait, this it's is about time we had this. This is really freaky, right? So I was doing all my workings out, right? And when when I looked how many concurrent players there were at the time, it was something like. 4,574 or something like that, right? So I thought, I'll work it out on that, you know, when I was doing the story for the time. So I did it at at 4,500 or something, and I did it if they were doing however many posts. I can't remember the exact numbers now, but I did all the workings out, and guess what the answer came out at? 666. No, 22.22,222.20. And it all came out as a big, massive row of 22s. How freaky is that? Freaky, freaky. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, that's really weird. So I worked, so I added a few more into working out on a different number because I'm not doing that. Peter Molyneux influenced me. 22 cans, loads of 22s. I thought that Darren Brown had got in my head. It was proper weird. So yeah, so yeah, uh, I was freaked out to say the least. Yeah. So. You get freaked out by strange things. Yeah, but, I mean, what are the chances, right? They, they just put some random numbers One in One in 22, 22, 22. Yeah, exactly, and it all came out as a big row of 22s. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? And they're like, Peter Molyneux's company's called 22 Cans. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, and, in addition, right, and I didn't know this as well, you know the diamond pickaxe that costs, whatever is it, $50,000? Yeah. Yeah. supposedly when he starts charging money or 300 something like 300 million gold coins or something in the game right yeah yeah and you know i said like the iron one's limited to five uh five minutes of use yeah right? well the the diamond one is 22 hours 22 minutes and 22 seconds you get with that Shit. and then i got that number working out how long it would take people to complete the cube how weird is that i see i'm telling you there's something weird going on here well number 27 but 22 exactly exactly something weird going on don't know right i am going to bed because my eyes are going to fall out because i'm so tired yeah yeah i've got to go to bed yeah thank you good night much love duke okay dogo okay i was just gonna yeah yeah night genie yeah Bye-bye.